Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. And we're coming to you from the Pud Cave located in the heart of beautiful downtown Lincoln in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what is going on, brother? Man, it is Sunday morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, another beautiful Sunday and another beautiful day here in the Pud Cave, brother. It has been a good week. It I has. tell you what, the weather has been tremendous. Brother, this 10 out of 10. I mean... <laughs> 50s and 60s in the morning. Hey, I can I can deal with that. Oh man, it's been it's been beautiful, dude. The other morning was Monday morning. You know, I came out of hibernation. You know, from the weekend after doing the podcast last week, and uh, Monday morning, brother, I walked out, I had my short sleeves on. I was like, God dang, I might take it in the house and get a little jacket or something. You know, but uh, bro, it felt good, it man. Did. It really did. Um, I tried. I wish, to... I wish we could coast in the fall. Like this, like, like this. I tell you, unfortunately, man. not this week. No, 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 not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> I tell you, man, I try to uh, take a little walk after work. You know, I try to go maintain my health a little bit and try to get a little walking time in. And, brother, this week, this week it has been tremendous. It's just been a beautiful day, man. I've been singing zippity doo you know what I'm saying, man, skipping down the dam, the trail, man, the squirrels, the birds chirping, you know, man. It's, it's been a great day, man. Been, been, excuse me, a great week. You know, did, beautiful, you, beautiful. did you have the authorities called on you? Yes, I did, point? man. Uh, and, um, <laughs> Uh, apparently, man, tripping on LSD at the uh, track is not a uh, you, you know it's not recommended, man. I was like, look at all the birds and the you know. I mean, it's like Snow White and shit, man. They're landing on my shoulders, right. you know, whistling. We're singing Free Bird, you know. It worked out, but uh. Oh, you, you said you're at the track. No, I'm sorry, the trail, the, the trail, walk, the okay. walking trail. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, okay, yes, it's the walking trail. That's why right I figured there. you would get the, the proper authorities. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're Alert, alerted to <laughs> your activities. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I definitely had a I have had a lot of attention called to me, but uh. Hey man, you know it was fun, and I dried out, you know, overnight in jail. It worked out. So. High five and high, high five and Todd and oh yeah, crazy yeah. Todd man, yeah. Kojak, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a couple of our other little locals, you know, everybody man, you know, we're all in this. And, speak, and speaking of that, <laughs> and speaking of, of, of hometown locals and characters, we're gonna have to delve into that one day. Oh yes, sir. Oh yes, sir. I know we've already discussed. Uh, you know, bringing that up, man, but good God. I mean, that might be a saga, brother. We might have to turn that into a trilogy. Just a, <laughs> hell, Crazy true. Todd, fuck, man. Crazy Todd could get an episode just some <laughs> We need to try to get Crazy Todd in the podcast. Absolutely. That'd be fun. <laughs> That's ratings, brother. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we can fit his card in here, but, you know. No, nah, yeah. no, nah, I don't think you can fit his card in a hanger, brother. I mean, that son bitch has gotten huge. Did you ever see the one time it had wings? Oh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Or had a little propeller uh, propeller fan on the front of it. Like a son bitch. I thought it was going to take off, man. Uh, if you notice, that card has progressively gotten bigger over the years, oh, yeah. man. I swear to God, that thing pick up Wi-Fi. It's, well, I mean, <laughs> more likely. <laughs> but you can but it's, almost, it's almost become like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like almost like a battle uh uh, a battle vehicle. Oh yeah, man, uh, it does. Uh, it looks like sorts. a freaking tank. It almost reminds me of the old GI Joe toys that you could add shit to the tanks, man. You oh, know, so yeah. you can have missiles. Yeah, and, yeah, man, like Devastator, Devastator from the Transformers, yeah. man. When I yeah. think of crazy Todd's card, I think of Devastator because that son of a bitch is just it looks like you could transform it, for real, for real into a huge fucking robot. Yeah, man. I mean, swear to God, but uh. And, and Mike, I had to, I I kind of lost my train of thought last week. I was going back and I was re uh, listening to our podcast or podcast, excuse me. And I was going to call something to attention, even though this week, Mike, I don't see it. But man, I got to give you props on that trapper keeper you've been rocking up in here, brother. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't I see think, it. I know. I think I left it at the house this morning. Oh no, man. I uh, I don't think I'm going to say. Ran out, you know, and uh, I, I must have forgot it because I don't think it's in my bag. But yeah. 
Mike awesome. Payne is Rocky, the Trapper Keeper of all Trapper Keepers. I mean, I love his thing, yeah. man. You know, it brings me back, bro. Yeah, I love that thing, man. <laughs> I tell you, I wish I could have like 10 of them. Oh, yeah, just, dude. Just to carry around for different stuff. I still wish I, I had I use that one for, for the podcast that, you know, just write down notes and, and keep up with stuff that, that we're doing. Right. But, uh, yeah, I wish I had 10 of them. Oh, oh yeah, man. They're oh, great. Dude. Oh, oh. They should have never went out of style, <laughs> no, man. You know, no. I mean, hopefully they'll come back I around. I don't think they really ever did. I think they just changed changed them up so much in the design over the years right. that they look nothing like what they did in the eighties. While we came up, right, home, man, when they yeah. when they were good, yeah, yeah, when <laughs> everything was awesome Velcro. Hey, amen, brother. And those yeah. things were sturdy as hell, man. You could drop one, you could have all your homework in it, <clears throat> throw it off the building, yeah, and you ain't gonna lose a sheet, yeah. You know, man, I, I'm telling you, I'm a big fan of the trapper keeper. Oh brother, yeah, you know, yeah, until you you know got your. You got you got that little piece of webbing in between your fingers caught in one of the, oh, the binders. Yeah, oh, that'd wake you up. Bro. That happened a lot. Yeah, that would wake you yeah. up, brother. That would that would give you a little bit of wake up call. Uh, but you know, Mike, I think this week, brother, it's not really a big surprise. It's not a big spoiler. No, no. <laughs> We're just going into. You knew part this two. was coming. Yeah, part two. Uh, after part one, usually part two comes next. You know, and. Uh, what we're going to be doing this week, Mike, is we're going to pick up right where we left off with Star Kid right, 84. Right where we left off last week. And if you haven't uh, listened to last week's show yet, definitely check it out. Uh, if you're offended by the gratuitous <laughs> use of the word dick. Maybe tune it out. <laughs> maybe not so much towards the end. You don't want to check that one out. You know, don't don't be a pud and just yeah. listen, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, we got a little... We got a little happy with that word. Yeah, a little dick happy on that one. Here we go again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we, Here we start right off the there bat. Thank God Dick Slater's already been. <laughs> the match has already happened. Yeah, I'm telling you what. I think I think it's just Dick Slater himself that, that, that brings that out, that craziness. That, that craziness, that man. Unpredictability. <laughs> well, and you know, Mike, not only was it Dick Slater, but brother, we start, well, before the Dick Slater match, we had the Boogie Woogie match, and that one really set us off. Oh, yeah, yeah. We marked the fuck out. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, which is which is to be expected when the boogie woogie man and Paul Jones That's true. Are involved, you just get you, know? you get that yeah feeling. <laughs> I th- I think if we did like a compilation uh, of uh, just boogie woogie matches and interviews. We'd probably just be... It'd be uh, chaos. It'd be chaos. We'd probably just be on the floor. Nobody would listen, man, because it would be the equivalent of the bar scene in the Gremlins. You know, when they're spinning around on the ceiling fan and everybody's just... That would be us watching nothing but Paul Jones and Boogie Woogie Man matches and nobody would listen because we'd just be too busy marking out, man, you know. Um, But yeah, I believe between the Boogie Woogie magic and, and, and the Dick Slater magic... Oh, man. You know, because we're not Slater haters. No, you know, one absolutely thing we have not. Learned, absolutely not. In fact, man, I'm becoming a huge Dick Slater fan. Um, you know, and I owe that to you, Mike, because I was familiar with Dick Slater and I remember Dick Slater, but I just wasn't familiar and aware of how important this guy was during this era of 84. And not just how important he was, but just how over he was and how good he was, how talented he was. Right. You know, man, he had all the, all the things you need, man. He could talk. He was funny. Yeah. That's what got me, yeah. man. He was one of those first heels that would make you laugh. Yeah. Don, Don unintentionally. Was, yeah. Unintentionally, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that uh, unintentional, you know. Yes. I think that's just that charisma it factor that yeah. just comes out, man, regardless if you... Well, you know, Mike, I, I, you know, I, I can't compare what we did in professional wrestling and what Dick Slater did, but I can't compare it even with us, man, when we were playing heels, 
we always got laughs in the crowd. You right. Know, we always would get smiles and laughs no matter what we said to the people. And I think a lot of that was just we had charisma, man, and, and we worked well together, not only in wrestling, even on the podcast. You know, yeah. And um, it, it's, sometimes it's really hard not to let that come out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes when you have that, when people want to like you, they're going to like you. Yeah. And um, I think Dick Slater fell into that. You know, yeah, I, th- I think uh, that was a, a big part of them turning him uh, babyface. You know, during that year is uh, it, it's it was like with you know with the Flair thing too. Uh, people liked him. You know, he had his fans even when he was heel. Right, they liked him. They, sure. they saw he was you know talented. They recognized that. They recognized that, and, and I think they kind of pushed forward with that. Right, you know, with that. Uh, and we'll get more Dick Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'm there, sure. There's a whole, I mean, there's you know, there's so much area to cover with Dick Slater. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have, you know, a podcast just for Dick Slater. If not, once again, this may turn into another one of those trilogies. I mean, it could absolutely, yeah. it could absolutely happen. But Mike, let's uh, let's get into today's podcast, man. All right, let's, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start off where we left off last show. And we're going into the... Uh, Ole Anderson and Keith Larson yes. match against the Coloss, Ivan and Nikita. Those evil, mean, nasty, stinking Russians. And this is for nothing else but for pride. Pride. This is pride. pride. Yes. Because, you know, what they had did to Don Cronodal, who it, it was, in fact, Keith Larson's Rocky Cronodal. Right, right. Uh, brother. Brother. Yes. Now, this is kayfabe, brother, correct? Or, no. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, this yeah, was legit. Yeah, yes. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yes. Got it was a shoot. They were they were actually brothers. I thought and that was just a work. Okay. Keith, okay. Keith Larson took on the name Cronodal. Keith Larson. You know, at the very beginning, just kind of not to di- differentiate. differentiate kind of like the Mulligans and brother. the Wyndhams. Right. I, I see. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Um, because I think when Keith started, uh, and of course he's a blonde hair baby face. Right. Uh, and Cronodal was you know hot hot heel. Yes, in the man. Atlantic region. You know, at, at the time, you know. He was with Slaughter, the biggest heel team yes. at that time. And then he went on with, of course, uh, Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Right. And then with Ivan Koloff. And they had, him and Koloff had a great run for those tag yes, titles. Yes, sir. And you Incredible. talk about heat, man. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, Cronodal's another one of those heels that was funny. You know, he just, he had yeah. that yeah. hit. Just he like Dick Slater, man. Uh, because, you know, he was another one of those guys I was familiar with, and I remember watching him on the old VHS, what shows you could get on VHS right. back in those days. But I was not familiar until I went back and started looking into the year of 84 when we did our 84 show. That's when I really got back and got familiar with not only Slater, but with also Kernodal. Man, he was great. Yeah. I mean, oh, his, yeah. his, his promos were hilarious. Oh, God. And he had so he much good. heat. You know, the pride of the Carolinas, you know. And, yes. Yeah. And then went Russian sympathizer. Oh, yeah. oh man, it was hot. But he Huge. he kept that yeah. that that charisma, that that humor in his uh, promos. Yep. Once again, man. And that I, comes, I, I you know, fan. back from that, you know, him, his time with Slaughter, too. Yes, sir. Right. You know, they were just, they were those just cocky, you know, yeah. arrogant, you tough, know, tough, tough guys. Man. God, you know, they, they knew they were better. Yes. Yeah. And they were, Yeah, and they were, and that was the thing. I, I think that's why teams and even individual uh, wrestlers get so much heat is when it's legit. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. badass, yeah. and I could kick your ass right. and there's yeah. not a damn thing you can do well, about see, it. Okay. Well, that, that 
puts me back to the storyline with those those two teams now uh don cornetto was actually trained by ole anderson okay uh, i think uh if i'm not mistaken don cornetto was like an ncaa uh wrestling so he's the real uh, he's oh, real yeah. athletic i mean yes. the real real guy yes right, right. Uh, and he was trained by Ole Anderson. And if you ever heard the stories about Ole and Gene training guys, you know, Boy, they from made, that era, yeah. <laughs> they made sure you had it. You <laughs> Ask know, Al Snow. You have to have the grit to, yeah. to get through it, you know. Yeah. Man? Especially with somebody like Ole, who's kind of a ill. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's kind uh, of a, uh, a bitter old fart anyway. Uh, and, and his stories of being just really mean. Yeah. Honestly, there's no other words to put it, man. He was just, he was mean as hell. Yeah. And so to have him as your trainer, because, you know, Mike, you know, you've trained in for professional wrestling more than I have, but I've done some training. That's hard, man, even when you have a cool trainer. Right, right. You know, right, somebody who's yeah, not yeah. there just to beat the shit out of you, but yeah. who actually wants to teach you where Ollie would be those guys who wanted to do both. They yeah. wanted to teach you, but they wanted to make sure that they weren't letting just anybody right. in. Right, exactly. Especially in that era, yeah. man, because it was still so protected. And, and that, that says you know. a lot for uh, Don Cronodal. He made it. Yeah. He made it through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same thing like with, you know, you hear about the hearts and, you know, I mean, there, there was just certain trainers, man, that were just, that they were, they were hard yeah. asses. Right. But they had to be. But, you know, you go back to, to, to a certain degree. You go back to Hogan. Got Hogan. his leg broken. Yeah. By Hero Matsuda. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was a straight shoot. You know how I feel about Hogan. You know, as, yeah. as the wrestler. I'm yeah. not talking about Terry Vallejo, the human right. being. I'm yeah. talking about Hulk Hogan, yeah. the wrestler. And, and one thing that always bothered me is how much hate. Well, and we've discussed oh, it, man. Yeah, Greatness yeah, always brings on hatred, yeah. man. If you're great, you're going to yeah. be hated. You're probably going to be hated more than you're loved, you know, and you're definitely going to be hated more than you're recognized. But this man paid his dues yeah. just as much, if not more, than any other professional wrestler that ever came through the ranks, man. You don't break your leg and no. go back no. as soon as it's healed if you're not in it for the love of yeah, exactly. what you're doing, man. And to be in the sport at this time, you had to be... Tough. You had to, man. Yes, you had to be the real deal because there's yeah. just too many people out there. You know, a lot of people don't realize that professional wrestling in this era, Mike, was a lot like the Wild West. Oh, yeah. I mean, just because the promoter said you're winning, you're losing does not necessarily mean that you're <laughs> going to win or lose. You know, tell Andre right. the Giant in 1978, hey, you got to take a job. You know, tell right. the Road Warriors, man. They're, right. They were notorious for that. Yeah. You know, you had to be the real deal. Yeah. Well, anyway, brother, we, we can save all that no, stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, we're, we're going to... I cannot wait till we have a podcast just about professional wrestling as itself. You know, we are going to talk about that one day, just wrestling in general. But today is not the day, brother. <laughs> no, no. All right, so we're going to start it off back at the one one thirty one mark. Okay. And on this, on the WWE Network. Yes. Nine nine nine. Take it easy, Vince. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> If you want to watch along, we're going to go yeah. through it. You know, we're going to, you know, kind of skip through so, certain points on, on this show. But uh, we're going to start off at the, about the 131 mark. And, and like Mike, you were saying, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we, we would love for you guys to watch along with Absolutely. us. You know, that, that is really a part. Or catch it later. Or catch know? it later. Or catch yeah. it later. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. Listen to us. You know, give our commentary and, I guess, our reaction and review of the of this match right. or these matches. Now, the one thing I hate about uh, from the original uh, feeds of, of these videos, and they were in closed caption. Right. Not closed caption. Closed, closed circuit. circuit. Closed circuit. Yes, sir. Right. Uh is the fact that they can't use that original music, the music. that they, they use, yeah. or, so they have to put in their own uh, 
That's in-house music. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that sucks because that was still back in the day where you were using real right. songs off the radio. Yeah. And for yeah. whatever reason, the record companies didn't want wrestlers to uh, promote their music to the yeah. thousands of not music <laughs> exactly. people. Who knows, man? I'm not in the music business. So I know. We see how well they're doing nowadays. Yep. I'm just saying, you yep. know. Yeah, and we got, you know, we did that that episode uh, back. Check it out. Check too. it out, man. Music and wrestling. Yep. I think episode five, four or five, I believe it was yep. something like that. Yeah, but. Uh, we're on YouTube, people. Go check us out on YouTube. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Facebook. That's right. <laughs> but they were really pushing the, that USA. It's 1984. They were really pushing it USA. We are still in Cold, Cold War. Cold War, yes, sir. We've got the Olympics. Oh, that's right, you know, man. That, that we had just went through and yes. just dominated. Right. In part, dude. But, the Russians boycotted. Right. They didn't come because it was yeah. in Los Angeles, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I believe it was in, in Los Angeles. Right. And so the Russians, the man, in other words, tensions are all, all time yes. high at this point. Right. Probably not since the Bay of Pigs yeah. had tensions been this high. Because, you know, Reagan's in there. Right. Gorbachev, you know, uh, they're trying to get to that glass now, sweater to call it. Yeah. Peace is what it is. Yes, uh, but, but we're, not, we're not there yet. Right. We're not there yet. <laughs> no, not at all. But they're really putting, you know, they start out with the national anthem. Uh, play it through, and of course, you know, uh, the Colossus come to, out to uh, the Russian, the national, Russian yes, yeah. national anthem. And here's a, an interesting thing for me is that Ole Anderson and Keith Larson, Don Cronodal, all come out to uh, Neil Diamond's. Uh, coming to America. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was an incredible song to come out to. It's just one of those songs. That's I, a good song. I, I love yeah, that yeah, song. yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those hype <laughs> things. Yeah. But if you take and look back at the message of that song, it's not. It's more about immigration, correct? Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. right. In other and, words, and we should welcome. <laughs> we should welcome the Russians. <laughs> And they were playing it more and as I an remember, FU to the Russians, but that's not I it. I remember another time that I saw that song used in, in uh, or, you know, uh, uh, pop culture or media was uh, Cheech Marin's uh, Born in East Born LA. Born in East LA. LA. as soon as they're coming yes. over the border, over that hill, man. And that's one of those hype moments <laughs> that just gives you those chills. Everybody's coming over and just mowing over the border patrol. <laughs> This is one of the greatest things. One of the funniest moments of my life, Mike Payne. I, this has been years and years, man. I'm talking about like, you know, probably mid-90s. I was probably so 18, 19, 20 in that. Me and a friend of mine went to a Mexican restaurant, and they were playing that song in Spanish. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. And obviously, I knew the melody. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. obviously, you know that melody, yeah. but it was all in Spanish. I, I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, I laughed on that, man. <laughs> it was a good version, man. They did a good version of it. Oh, Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brothers, let's let's get into this match. We yeah. just hit play here. And yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance, check it out with us, man. We would love for you to watch this. And, uh, and you know, obviously, you can always leave messages and leave uh, comments and anything else on our Facebook page or our YouTube page. And we can continue the conversation from, you know, after the podcast and on through the week and on through the months and years. So, yeah. so definitely participate. We, we love that. Yeah. All right, Mike, so what we got going on here, bro? Uh, well, you know, Ole and uh, Don and Keith have... have gotten into ring Keith Larson's sporting a robe for the first time yes, ever in ever. his career. This is a big match for him. Probably because the biggest he of his went life. from like, you know, preliminary wrestler, right. you know, uh to here you Same are. I mean, you, I mean you're you were, you're, you're, you're up at, there, man. Yeah, you were you were close to you know top of the card. This this is a big match. Yeah. Uh probably the biggest with, of his year of his career. Oh absolutely. And honestly it would be 
the last. Yeah, I mean, his. yeah, I mean, he would he would still go he would still wrestle with Crockett Promotions as a preliminary wrestler, but yeah, this was this was the peak. Pretty much his, um, his pinnacle of his career. But you know, Mike, at the same time, brother, damn, you're at Starcade. I mean, you are at Starcade. I mean, this is this is big. Yeah, I mean, for for any of you kids out there, this would be like WrestleMania. Yeah, but but. But it could be cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and at this time, man, this is before WrestleMania. Um, you know, I think we discussed that last week, but right. this was before WrestleMania yeah. 1. Yes. Um, and this is also the second Starcade. So, you I mean, you got to remember, man, this is, the, we've already had two huge cards before Starcade. I mean, uh, WrestleMania is even a concept. Yeah. So, once again, man, it just shows how Dusty and Crockett were ahead of the curve on this thing. Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah. And Dusty, you know, he, he saw it. He saw that big picture. Uh, he saw it could be just big events, everything yes. around this big event, and he, he saw he, you could do more with it. Right. And uh, wow, it's just an amazing job. I, I've always considered Dusty and Vince similar in the way that they both approach pro, pro, promoting professional right. wrestling. Like, oh wow, check that out. out in the back. You've got this huge rebel flag. Oh back yeah, here in the background. <laughs> Yeah, as Ivan is holding the, the, uh, Russian, the Russian Soviet flag, Union. yeah, 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 the <laughs> Russian flag way above the, because uh, he's got both flags in his hands, you know, the Russian flag and, and the American flag, and he's holding the Russian flag way above the, uh, the American flag, the American yeah, it's like, well, yeah, this, you know, this is greater than your flag, which is getting heat in oh, the, yeah, it, I sure. mean, I, I, absolutely, sure. I mean, because th- this is Greensboro too, correct, Isn't yes. this in Greensboro, yes, yes, yes. Oh, look how big Nikita is, Nick, ladies and gentlemen, he's a monster. At this particular time, I would say Nikita Koloff has got to be one of the biggest human beings yeah. in professional wrestling at this time. Hey, he really looked like Goldberg right. in I those mean, days. Yeah. If not even maybe a little bigger. Yeah. Honestly, man, maybe maybe a little bit more bulked out than, yeah. than a Bill Goldberg. Um, but, yeah, man, like I said, this was just during that period of time where this Cold War was still so tense. And patriotism in the South, man, I think the South has always – Showed more patriotism anyway. I, oh, I, for sure. I think we for definitely sure. hold on to that yeah. near and dear. And so that's why the Russians were just so so over in the Carolinas, man, because they were just so hated. I mean, I've already told you, man, Nikita Koloff was, without a doubt, my quote-unquote favorite heel. And the reason I say favorite because he was the most legitimate heel to me. And I'll say that from here on out. Man. Right. Nikita was the scariest. He was most legit. Oh. All right. Now, what we got going on here whoa, now? Whoa. They, they started that match out hot. We're, Only Yankee yeah, Larson is just attacking before the bell. And they were just, they're just, wow. Taking it to the Russians. Uh, Nikita's T-shirt has already been ripped off by yeah. Keith Larson's. Of course, that's, uh, a, that's Ole Anderson, man. You know, that's just, hey. That's his style. Strike. Strike first, strike hard. Yep. He's like Cobra Kai, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Johnny Lawrence, dude. Yeah, He's exactly. fucking around. Uh, but right off the bat, man, we have a hot match going on. You know, we see Keith Larson. He's sending Ivan in, or is that Nikki? Yes, Ivan sending yeah. Ivan into the ropes. You know, has a backdrop. He's punching him with illegal fist, I might add. But hey, yeah. you know, hey, it's it's, it's all, against the Russians. Hey, man. you know, it's it's all it's all about you know. This isn't going to be a scientific match. No, 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 this no clinics. This isn't just a, a pure fight. It's going to be a brawl, man. Um, and, you know, for pride. Nothing yeah. Nothing else but pride. No belts, yeah. no no gimmicks. There's it's not a flag match. There's no amount of money on the line. There's no belt on the line. No. Nope. And you know what else I'm really loving about this match, Mike Payne? Who's our referee? Tommy Young. Tommy Young. And you know what I really love about Tommy Young? He's not wearing the fucking janitor outfit like uh, Fargo, Sonny Fargo was last week. <laughs> All right, let's stay off. I, let's hey. stay off. Let's stay off of Rough House Fargo. 
I'm hoping we see some more rough house this 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 time around. I can't remember if he comes back to ref any matches or not after I this I can't one. remember either. I, I don't know. Uh, it's Tom, possible. Tommy may be from here on. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sure. I know he do, obviously he doesn't do the main event. You know, Joe Frazier is in the right, main event. Right. You know. But uh, well, let's go into a little bit of this entering action here, brother. We got Ole coming in. I'm going to tell you, uh, Keith Keith Larson holds his own, you know, during this, this whole thing. Right. Um, I mean, right off the bat, man, they're working great together. Yeah, Quick yeah. tags yeah. in and out, man. You know, Ole, of course, being the tag team specialist that Ole, right. Ole always has been. Hey, always. you know, and that's the thing, you know, from going preliminary, you know, straight into this this main event match, he, he holds his own. He, yeah. You know, he he looks he looks natural in, in this in this thing. Um, the only thing with Keith, man, you know, like I said before, is Keith. Keith Larson just could not talk. He just didn't have that charisma no. factor, man. He uh, once again, I'm watching Keith, and not, and obviously, man, I was not very uh, familiar with Keith Larson's, but as I'm watching, he he has all the talent in the world. It, once again, Mike, I think it, it, it's the old Brad Armstrong yeah. routine. Yeah, you know, because when I think of guys who were just superb, yeah, bell to bell, but yeah. he just never Tim got Warner. God, yeah, yeah. But Tim Horner was another one, man. Right. And, uh, even when they put Brad and Tim together, that was one of, honestly, oh, God, yeah. the Lightning was, Express yeah. was one of my favorites because I'm like, hey, they got these two guys that just couldn't really seem to get it together on their own. Let's put them together. And they, they had some success, yeah. you know. But still not as much as they probably should have had, right. you know. Yeah. Um, but let's see, man. Let's see what we got going on in the uh, ring right now. We have Keith Larson's, and he's working over. Is that uh, still Ivan? Still Ivan. Yeah, still Ivan. The workhorse. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It ain't going to be Nikita. No. No. <laughs> Nikita's really still just very green yes, at this sir. point. It's just so new. Um, and it wouldn't make sense for Nikita to be on the offense line. Excuse me, the defense line. Right, anyway, right. You Take, know. Taking, that, taking that heat. Exactly. You know, because Ivan's older at this point. Right. You know, Ivan, Ivan has definitely seen the better part of his career by the time this match takes yes. place. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike, just to be a little honest with you, even as a kid watching Ivan, it was hard for me to take Ivan that seriously because he was the little old guy in the ring at that time you know now this was before i knew about not his me. you know working. Me, son. really like, like i said you know when i saw uh, live right when i saw ivan koloff and met had eye contact with him that was fear that was, that was straight sc- fear scared man straight scared fear. <laughs> scared me and he was with nikita and right you know, he was with nikita that night and nikita was walking around but when i saw ivan koloff's eyes and face looking at me Nah, yeah, that was done. You know, to me, Ivan almost seemed like the evil scientist. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the evil yeah. genius. Oh, you know? yeah. You know, Nikita, yeah. obviously, Nikita was the muscle. Right. Obviously, yeah. he was yeah. the one who would just go break yeah. your legs. But Ivan, Ivan was devious. Yeah. You know, he was conniving, yes. man. He was pulling the strings, yes. you know. Uncle Ivan was always the one, you right. know. Like I said, the puppet master. Yeah. And uh, But I never took him seriously. Oh, excuse me. Let, let me phrases correctly i never took him as serious in the ring as i would a lot of the other heels right because of right. his physical appearance at this time of his career just you know he was, he was older he was a little bit smaller than the All other right. guys and i honestly used to kind of worry about Ivan. i'm like man i hope somebody don't break his hip you know what i'm saying you know <laughs> well, he looked older but i don't think he was he was that old as old as he really was right 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 it's probably just years on the road man being oh, a wrestler sure. i mean you know um Actually, and of course, I mean, you know, you, you shave your head and grow that goatee. Goat well, of course, that, that, that's going to be the Chernobyl effect. Of course, yes. it, it's going to make you look like you well, know, it's going to age you. Yeah, yeah, it's going to add twenty years to you, man. Right. And I mean, anytime you're going to get infected by any uh, 
you know, nuclear waste in any town like that. <laughs> it happens. It happens, man. Um, so, uh, sorry, guys. I just had a little technical thing. We're all good. We're all good, Mike. All right. <laughs> I looked at the Fear. Wrong Fear again, man. Talk about Ivan. Fear. Um, but the podcast is still going. All right. But So, let's get back to the match, bro. What, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit what's going on here, Mike? All right. Well, you know, Keith Larson has uh, Ivan Cole off in a wrist lock right now, yes. which, I mean... You know, it's, it's a good rest hole for Ivan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ivan needs Slow a little Slow it down help. a little bit, you know. We just talked about Ivan's age, you know. But man. see, you know, this is a time and era where, you know, you can get that rest hold on and, you know, kind of kind of work it. Work the crowd right. and, you know, you know, get them into it. Kind of take it down a little notch. Yes, sir. Slow yeah. it down. Yeah. Slow down the pace. Right. Something I think modern wrestling has really lost, you know. And certain parts it has. Uh. I've watched a lot of the new product, and you know, there, there, there are a lot of matches, uh, a lot of good stuff, uh, where they let the guys go and kind of, right. kind of work that style again. Okay, good, man. It's good to see that. You know, maybe I need to give the current product another try because right. uh, it's been a while, yeah. And, and I do try to check in occasionally just to see. Um, but you know, one thing I've always said, Mike. You know, when I've talked to other friends, I think me and you discussed it as well. To me, watching Ole Anderson, for instance, which is uh, the mat, who's in the matches we're watching, he could put someone like a Ricky Morton in an armbar oh. for 20 minutes, and I am going to be stuck yeah. to that television for 20 minutes just watching an armbar. But it's because of the way Ricky would sell it and the way oh, Ole gosh, would yeah. sell it. So, both of these guys, excruciating. It was. Yeah. It was. I mean, man, you felt so much emotion. But now if I watch a current product match, you know, and it's, it's not just WWE, but it could be a TNA match, it could be an independent match, where I'm watching, in my opinion, what basically equates to a gymnastics routine. Right. Yeah, the athletics there. Yes, yeah. man, it's impressive. Yes, the bell-to-bell -bell action is, is more intense. It is more extreme. It is more up-tempo. Up yes. But do I care? I think, I, well, I think <laughs> that, and that's the thing, too, is, uh, you know, us being obviously from that different era of, wrestling that we grew up on and used to and appeals to us is you know it's so much different now to what appeals to you know your your new or current that's fans that's because true. they want that you know that 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 spot after spot after right. spot they want yeah, that, that, that excitement that that's yes. something happening all the time yes yes and um to me man it's just not uh, once again that's cool if i care Right, and that's the problem, man. Yeah. You know, because you know we can go back to the Attitude Era and even ECW and stuff like that, where you would have those kind of up tempo matches where you had spot after spot after spot, but you also had good characters in there as they well did, that you cared about, and that and, you cared, yeah, you invested in and cared about, right, for sure. And uh, but man, we're gonna get off that, dude. I get on that soapbox every podcast. I've been oh, noticing man. that, man. I always get that's... back. Back in my day, wrestling was so much oh, yeah. better, you know, but I believe that. No, but we're, yeah. we're sitting here watching back in the day now and, and kind of going over it. Yeah, and, and, and enjoying it, man. Yeah. And, and as of right now, we have Big Nikita. Nikita, Big, Big Nikita, Nikita. Finally into the match. <laughs> and he is going against Big Ole Big Anderson. Big Ole Anderson, man. We got two freight trains pretty much ramming into each right. other right now. Yeah. Um, we. Who do you think would win in a straight up fight between these two? Oli. Oli. Without a doubt. Without, I mean, 100%, Ole. man. Yeah. 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 Um, bench press competition, Nikita. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you get him in the gym, but God, man, these guys are just beating the shit but out of see, each other. See, look, yeah, because you, you go back to that strength and look now, Nikita has Oli Anderson in a straight up pickup bear hug. Bear hug. Yes. And Oli is With over no, here selling it like his yeah. life is expiring in front of us. Yeah. 
and he, Nikita's doing it with no no problem. No, you know, no. Just <laughs> he just picked up this huge man. All he had to be what three hundred pounds at this time, man. Maybe two seventy. I mean, he was a he big, was cl- yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a big guy, yeah. man. Yeah, and I mean muscle. Oh man, mass. and this guy was nothing just but mass. bulk, man. Yeah. And Nikita just picked this man up like he was a rag doll. Yeah. And, and and Ollie Anderson being as mean and tough and, and ugly as yeah. he is, he's selling this thing, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He you, is, didn't, you didn't see Ollie in this this no. situation. Not often, ever. brother. No, sir. And man, when you did, oh yeah, he he's like just as we're watching now, he is over here selling it, man. I see Ollie Anderson right now. Let's see, that's an the Oscar. thing. Well, uh, and, and that's the thing about Ollie. A lot of people talking about Ollie not selling for anybody. The hell, man. <laughs> but uh, see, that was the thing. He didn't sell for little guys. That's right. He didn't sell for a big guy. He's selling for Nikita, you know. And you also got to think, man. He didn't really sell a lot for the babies because the psychology of those yep. matches. He really didn't have to. Who's yeah. he supposed to sell to? Ricky Morton. I get yeah. back. That's what I'm saying. You know, that little baby that you know, like. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make. Now he would no. for the Road Warriors. No. Yeah. You know he would for Dusty. Yeah. You know, but he, you know, not Ricky Morton, man. Yep. Um, but he would still let Ricky Morton, Ricky and Robert go over. Oh yeah, it was always a roll up Absolutely. or it was some sort of athletic, you know, yep. quick. Once again, man, the psychology was yep. there. Something I think that modern day wrestling really yeah, could we, have a little bit of. And we talk up. about Ole, you know, a lot. You know, being that that old guy, that that curmudgeonly, you know. Oh yes, man. You know, yes. Sour, you know, the the. You hate hate man, just hating on yeah, everything. but Ole was, Ole was. He's great. He was great. Oh, no, uh, Honestly, oh, I, I thought Ole was great as a booker. Yes. As a worker. Sure, absolutely. Uh, he was a great horseman. A talker. You know, he was... He, well, yeah, when, oh, it, was, it goes back to, like, Assassin. The Assassin, number one. And his promos. Everything I liked about him. Everything... At that time when I was a kid, I feared him. Yes. Because I believed everything... God every right. word Ole Anderson said. Yes. And you know what, Mike? And we all, obviously we all know that it's predetermined. It's a work, quote unquote. But man, Oli not only made you believe it, but I think Oli believed it himself. Yeah. And I think that's what made him great. Right. Man. I think the ones who truly lived it and breathed it and ate it, slept it, like Oli Anderson, Dusty Rhodes is another one, man. You know, Nikita's one. Hey, man, I'll put Nikita over all day. This man learned Russian. This man changed his name. Yeah. You know what, dude? That's commitment. Yeah. You know. Um, then you, yeah, like I said, man, you got to just give it to these old guys who just got it. I look, you know, Nikita just picked him straight out of that Again. corner in a, another bear hug. Yes. Now, now we also should maybe th- put a little bit of emphasis on, once again, it's another bear hug. You're not getting a right. clinic here, no. ladies and gentlemen. No. You're getting strength. You're yeah. getting a beat down. You're, yeah. you're not getting a bunch of chain wrestling and here. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the, the, the weird, uh, I guess, situation here is... So you got Keith Larson and Ole Anderson as a team, and Ole Anderson is taking all the heat on yes, this. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah, he he's is. He's taking every bit of this heat. Where you would think it would It'd be, be the other way around. Other way around with Keith Larson being you know that that white meat, smaller baby, baby yeah. you know somebody blonde but yeah, bullet. But you know. yeah, it's it's it looks like it's going to be up. You know, to keep they're putting that ball in the hand of Keith Larson's to to come in, to make that comeback, and get that save in there. Yeah, and it makes you also think, Mikey, that this is Ole Anderson having enough foresight and enough knowledge of his match to know that Keith Larson's is maybe not prepared to be in that spot yet. That's, uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Ollie's like, I don't think Keith can can take the heat 
right. and get it over. Because, my God, man, as I'm watching this match in real time, I'm seeing an Ole Anderson in a completely different oh, light. Oh, yeah. And, uh, okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to Keith now, and he makes the tag to Keith Larson. Keith tag. is in. Old man Ivan is in. No, 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 I'm sorry. Nikita is still, yeah, still Nikita. It is still Nikita. Yeah. And I shouldn't call him Ivan. Ivan come in. Yeah, right? Ivan's going to come in. Keith Larson, it, Larson is taking them both on right now. We're about to have a noggin knocker. Oh, oh right man, there. and there it went. You know. But see, that, that, that was always one of those things. And I'll go back to that because anybody with a shaved head usually did a headbutt. Headbutts, yes. Headbutts, and yes. it would kill the other person. Yeah, it's like the hair made him, I guess it's just off skull it softened. now. Yeah, yeah the hair softened, softened it. It softened yeah. the blow whenever you had hair. But you take your hair off, head, boom, brick lethal wall. weapon. Brick wall, baby. Lethal weapon. <laughs> All and, day long. and then you have two bald heads <laughs> colliding into each other. It was like a nuclear reaction, oh, man. My. It was like splitting fucking atoms, bro. <laughs> If you had Superstar Billy Graham and Nikita Budheads, man, oh. you would hear that shockwave yeah. across the nation, oh. brother. And that immovable object, irresistible force, people. <laughs> uh, now he hits him with the Russian hammer. And not a yes. lot of people remember the Russian hammer. The Russian hammer was illegal. Yeah. It because was a it choke. Was basically a choke it's take a cho- down. Yeah, it was a choke slam in a way. Without leaving your feet. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. Yeah. Uh, but now, do you remember when Vladimir mm-hmm. Petrov actually did the hammer? Yeah, the yeah. flying hammer. The flying. That's right. Yeah. He came off the ropes. You're right. That's yeah. right. Uh, it was a big. That was a big son of a bitch, man. Yes. He was a big, big man, yeah. man. But he just never. He well, couldn't get to that level, and Nikita no, had got. No, no. And I think a lot of it too, Mike, was just politics oh. was changing. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's get back oh, to this match. Nikita just sickled Don Cronodo <laughs> on the outside. Oh it my took God! His people, head off. Look at those people getting up and just—I uh, mean, they're calling the cops, man. Oh, I mean, hey, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we got people like literally <laughs> shaking, <Don. laughs> checking on him in the like, crowd. Hey, shake him, because <laughs> he's got a neck injury still. Still, and, and he just got the most devastating hold. Yeah, in, in professional wrestling at this time, which hey, was the Russian Don't sequel. shake the man. <laughs> no, he's already got you know broken bones. Yeah, and Nikita, and excuse me, Ivan had just got the pin on Keith Larson. Yeah. The match yeah, is with over. the Russian well, chain. With the chain. Yeah, he, he with did. the use of the Russian chain. Yes. So, once again, what a great match, man. Let's, now, here we go. Now, they're going to try and do to Keith Larson what they did, did to Don, Don Cronone That's in right. the cage. So, they got the chain. Ivan is going to oh. the top. And here comes Don with the, with crutch. the crutch. And he is beating the hell out of Ivan. Oh, Put him just, down, Ivan. <laughs> he, just, he just broke that crutch over Ivan's back. <laughs> People say it's fake. The hell oh, is fake. Yeah. <laughs> Take him down, Don. He just hit him straight up in the throat. He's hitting him for real, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is for real. He just wow. came down on Nikita like yeah. he. <laughs> yeah. He just hit a home run on Ivan Koloff's head just now, people. Yeah. If that would have been a baseball, would have been out the park. Oh. Twice. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> what a match, man. Oh, this is huge. This was a great match. Yeah. This one, um, this should have been for a belt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Mike? I think. I think honestly. Luckily, I think Don came in and 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 made that save and and. and did the th- deal with the crutch, so the Rus- Russians could get out of Greensboro alive. Alive, yeah. Because oh man, I love, <clears throat> and I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to us listen to other shoot interviews like with Cornette. I love hearing those old stories yeah. about not being able to get out of yeah. Greensboro alive. Uh, I think Oli was it Oli that got cut. Oh god, I mean, Oli got well, a few stabbed. times. A few times, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I yeah. know at least once. Yeah, that it was really bad. Yeah. Um, 
Like he he said he was holding his guts in right. pretty much yeah. going to the back. Hell, man, they set Kevin Sullivan's van on fire one time down right. in Florida. Yep. God, sure you just don't get heat like yep. that anymore, man. No, absolutely not. It's like that magic is is kind of left us, but that's right. It's good for the workers, though, man. At least they don't have to worry oh, about exactly. you know you get stabbed. I thought it was hilarious when I listened to Jim Cornette talking about actually putting horseshoes in his tennis racket, not for the matches, right. but to help get him out of the yep. buildings. It's like he literally had to gimmick that tennis racket yep. for his own protection, man. It's just, it's nuts. Yep. It's nuts, man. Yeah. So anyway, man, what a match. You know, Ollie Anderson, I think Ollie definitely gets the MPV, or MVP, excuse me, for yeah, this uh, for, sure. for this match. He, he, Man, he put it all on his back. Uh, Nikita was great as always. Ivan always yeah, was great. That was you the know. thing. You know, Ole was working Georgia at the time. Right, right. You know, so it was kind of a kind of a deal for him to, to come up into this. Yeah, it, it, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just to even be in Greensboro right. to begin with. Yeah. Right, right. But, yeah, man, what a match. Um, so far, I don't know if I'd say match of the, of the night. I'm still kind of leaning toward the Paul Jones Boogie Woogie Man match, but then again, brother, that's because I'm such a boogie boy. You know, I, I think this was, I think this this, one, this tag match was a good, definitely a good tag match. Yes, absolutely. And put over that that feud, definitely feuds far from over. Right, right. But uh, I think you know, I think Keith did you right. know, a great job in this match, and I'm not sure why he he didn't go any further than this. Right. I don't know what you know. Why he didn't get get, I guess the work that right. he, that he should have, right. as far as you know, especially with his brother, you know, his brother's right there. Yeah. I don't know how he, he just didn't get that. And it seems like Don wasn't around a whole lot longer, was he? But no, no. I mean, he would do his deals with the singles. You know, of course, you know, moving on after the the whole call off feud. Uh. Well, still, this animosity was still there. They, they sure. kind of went in that, but you know, Don would go on to do uh, singles matches against, have great single matches against Tully. Oh, that is know, right. Yes, for that, for that TV title. The TV belt. That's correct. Right. Um, but the next time we would really see Don in any kind of uh, big role would be Starcade '85 in the corner of Rock and Roll Express Express. against the, the again the Coloffs. The Russians. That's right. 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 Because. Uh, Let's see, it wasn't long after this that they had brought in Crusher Khrushchev. Yes, that's right. The Sympathizer, man. Yes. yes. Another one of them Minnesota boys. Yes. That we've talked about. Harry so Darso. Yeah, man. Well, just, you know, I know we've touched on it, Mike, but man, let's just reiterate it again how great that region was. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus, man. The, right. the amount of talent that came out of Minnesota. We, we will definitely have to do a podcast strictly on that. I mean, man, we could we could talk all day about Sheik and Flair yes. alone. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, not to mention everybody else that came out. But speaking of people coming out, Mike, what's our next match, well, brother? I tell you what, another uh, another guy that was in that Minnesota crew wasn't from Minnesota, but but trained, was trained right? Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat, yes, sir. Some would say the greatest babyface of all uh, time. Absolutely, and I cannot really argue that. Actually, I would say top top five if not top three if not top three man i i lean toward maybe number one man he he is so liked, far up there i liked his early work yes uh i would say probably pre wrestlemania three okay right better than anything see i'm a especially this era oh no he was on fire man yeah. during this time see now man my favorite steamboat era 
was the Flair feud in 88. Really? Yes, man. Those series of matches he had with Flair. Because I was always a huge Steamboat Flair fan. Well, I think, I think wrestling-wise and athletically, for sure. But I don't know. At that time, there was something different about Steamboat to me. See, I think the difference is what I like. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And, and I can't put my finger on right. it. It was almost like it was pre Steamboat from WrestleMania 3 and then it was post WrestleMania 3 right. Steamboat. Yeah. You know, some of them with that match with the Macho Man changed him. Some some for the better, some for the worse would say. You know, where right. I, I think it was better where you're probably going with the opposite on uh, that. Yeah. Every, you know. Everything pre, I think, WrestleMania 3 for me is... is well, WrestleMania, I will say WrestleMania would be the, the peak. The, yeah, I'll... Yeah. Ah. I would say the peak for me, you know, as far as Rick's, uh, and, you know, not even his ring work because his ring work was always, always fantastic. Always yes. But yes. Uh, I guess his character, I guess his, his uh, character portrayal and, sure. and his, I guess, you know, his, his uh, persona. Yeah, and, and I will say this, man, it definitely was his peak of exposure. Right. Without a doubt, yeah. man. See, now to me, my Steamboat, the reason I put Steamboat so high up on the list, man, is hey, he's never been a bad guy. Right. He was never a heel, man. Right. I don't see how you could turn him a heel. No. Now, obviously, if you do anything, you know, you can make anything work if it's, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and obviously, Steamboat was the professional. He could have done it. Right. But he never did it, man. Huh? And um, but those matches he had with Flair. Oh, yeah. Because... To me, him and that in the Macho Man match really made him. Well, you know, you, you know, Flair will even tell you. You know, a lot of people tell him that you know that was the greatest match they'd ever seen, and he'll tell you yeah. that they had, you know, ten times better matches in the in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah, and like in yeah, Japan, that nobody's you know nobody recorded, nobody yeah, saw. There's nobody, there's not on video. Yeah, no. seems like he maybe even mentioned one in Japan for yeah. instance. It was like. Nobody recorded it. Right. It's, it's lost. It's gone. Yeah. It was like 10 times better. Yeah. And I'm over like, Jesus, man, how much better yeah. can you? Because those matches, my, oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, I know. Because know. Know. When, when Ricky first came back to challenge Flair, I was like, oh, my God, there he is. It was you huge. Know? It was huge, yeah. man. And huge. I, I don't understand. Well, you go back and watch that again. But it, it was it was kind of one of those weird deals that they would put it on uh the Saturday Night Show. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so, well, like one of the a bigger... pay-per-view yeah, or something. Yeah, right. or one of the bigger shows with a bigger crowd. Right, right. It would you just know, be right. kind of right, right there, yeah, in the studio. Yeah. Pretty much. But, but man, what, what great oh, matches, yeah. man. What great, sure. you know. But, yeah, I, I do think it's a trip how Steamboat does kind of have that pre- and post-WrestleMania 3, you know. it's uh, But, man, during his time right now, during 1984... Just talk about being on fire. Oh man. yeah, I mean, and, you and, can and, look at him and see. Oh God, man! Yeah. And it's another one of those of uh, those situations where this guy could have been a fucking model. Yeah, you know, really, man. Oh, Ricky yeah. Steamboat was just such a good-looking guy, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. All he the did, women loved him. He man. did all the bodybuilding. Yes, uh, man. Competitions. Yes, and won them. Yeah, I mean, he would enter them and win them. Yeah. You know, and like all the guys respected him. Like I said, man, we've talked about that before, and especially in professional wrestling, if you can get that combination. To where the guys respect you and, and know that you're the real deal, and the women in, are in love with you, man. How how can you go wrong? Yeah. And Steamboat had both of those in spades. Yeah. You know he he was tremendous, man. And and then on top of that, man, his bell to bell, as we're watching here against Tully Blanchard. Let's flip that coin and talk wow. about you know, the uh, to me well uh, heel. You yeah. want to talk heel? <laughs> top five. 
totally, top three. Totally Blanchard. Totally Blanchard, we, uh, without yes. a doubt. We have the epitome of heel and there, baby, right? That here. is the firecracker. That is the... To me, he is the heel of heels. Yes, the he franchise is, back is, in the day. He is that, that chicken shit, that cocky, yes. arrogant... Talk this will shit. Will do anything. Will cheat to win. Can't beat you on his own. Right. Uh, but he... You think he can't, but he can beat the enhancement right. without a problem, yeah. man. I love that slingshot, slingshot suplex. I oh, love that move. Thing of beauty. It, it'll never come back. Nobody could ever pull it off right. again. No. no, never. No. But yeah, man, you know, you just want to talk about somebody because yeah. even Flair. Now this is for the uh, TV title. TV, yes, yeah. yes. And you know, I was just about to say, man, even with Flair as a heel, you know, Flair always had his fans. You no, know? yeah, for you know, sure. Flair, it, it was for kind sure. of what we were just talking about, man. That people are still going to like you. They're still going to. Tully was not no. like that. Nope. People hated Tully. Yeah. I hated. And that was that oh. was that was the thing Tully could could convey is you know he just. I'm better. Yeah, I'm, I'm better I'm than anybody. Better. Yes. Yeah. I, I can beat you in wrestling. I can beat you in life. Yeah. I got more money. Yeah. You know, my girl's hotter. Right. I, my, you know, I mean, he did all that horseman stuff years before, became a horseman. Yeah. Y- you know. For and, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, definitely. I mean, it was there. It was, it was always there. You can see it here. Now, you know, this is for the TV title. We've got Steamboat put up, uh, what was it? $10,000. Yeah, it was ten grand. His, yeah. his money against, you know, Tully. And the belt for the belt. For the belt. Right. And, uh. You got the no run rule, no disqualification rule. Right, been waived. So there's got to be a winner. Tully's backed into this corner, man. He he can't. I think the time limit's been waived. Yeah. So there's no time limit where there's usually a what. Ten minute, I believe. Was 10, it ten 15, or fifteen? Twenty minute time yeah. limit on the TV, TV title. Yes. He would, you know, do everything that he could to, to, to extend that yeah, time. Or, yes. You know, go outside the ring and, and waste time. Get disqualified. Get, get disqualified, get counted out, yes. everything. So all that is done, gone. You, there is no doing that here. And think about the build-up to that, Mike. Think oh, about yeah. all this television time. And you're talking at least probably a year or so. I don't know how, how long until they had that belt going into this match. But you got to think about all this time spent of just chicken shit in his way oh, yeah. into keeping that title. Yeah. Whether that was by time limit draws or being disqualified or whatnot. And you just, and the good guy just can't get it. Right. You, you know what I'm saying, man? You're this close every freaking time. And not only is the is the baby face getting frustrated, but the fans are legitimately pissed off now. Oh, yeah. Because, once again, just like you said, Mike, we're talking about Tully Blanchard, one of the top three heels of all time. And look at him now, man. Now he's strutting around. You know, he finally gets Ricky Steamboat in the corner. He, he, uh, he scratches his eyes. He pulls an illegal maneuver. And he's over here acting like he just did something for real. Yeah. I love it, man. I just love it. Yeah. And you, you know, know Tully, Tully won this title uh, in the beginning of 84. Okay. So uh, this. Went, is... In that tournament at the beginning of the 84, I think he beat. Uh, let's say he beat. Was it, it wasn't Wahoo, was it? I think he. No, he didn't win it in the tournament. He won it from a. No, yeah. No, he didn't win it in the tournament. Mark Youngblood won in the tournament, then Tully beat Mark Youngblood That's right. okay. for the TV title. Right, so he's had that belt for about a year he going is, into this. Uh, he's officially, Tully is still the, officially the longest reigning uh, world television title holder at 353 days. I did not know that. At this, you know, from this reign, his first His reign, first time. His first time having it. Right. You know, and eventually he'd get beaten by Dusty Rhodes. Right, right. At the Bash of 85. Yep. 
Yeah. I remember that match. And then now that was also the uh the ladder match, correct? Was that the ladder match? With the, the No, that was no, the cage. That, that's right cuz the ladder match was for the money. Right. I think it was for like 10 grand yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah Bob that Wire was 86. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. You talk about just gimmicked out, man. Yeah. yeah, Bob Wire for ropes and a ladder. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. first ladder match. That's yeah. the first one I remember. All anyway, right. It may not have been the first one, but it was definitely the first one I remember. Yeah. Years before Sean and Razor, you know, years. Yeah. So, Mike, let's get back to the action in the ring, this, brother. Tully's, Tully's doing his best to run. Yes, yes. You know, just, just to do anything, to, to get outside, get away from Steamboat, who, you know, who's had the advantage for pretty much the whole match. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, is, he is reigning pretty much strong in this whole thing. Now, now Tully has the advantage now. Right. Uh, totally just gave a tremendous body, uh, back body suplex here. And, uh, man, once again, these guys are putting on the quintessential wrestling match. You have your known heel, you have your known baby, and they're both playing their roles exactly the way they're supposed to be playing. All right. And, uh, and here's the thing with, with Steamboat and, and Tully, and it's really a, a, a 180 from what we saw in the tag match where, you know, there's a lot of rest. Yes. Uh, I get over Steamboat and Tully go. They haven't they stopped. Are, they are nonstop. Yeah, there's not been one chin lock, not one wrist lock. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you've got a couple you know, arm bars here and there, but... Those are chains. The, uh, these guys are, are go. Yes. And, and go and go. There's been very That's little. the thing about, about both the guys, Steamboat and Tully, because Tully's cardio was just... Oh, through the roof, man. Yeah, through the, the roof. Steamboat as well. Yeah, well, once again, man, you know, Steamboat was a uh, bodybuilder. You know, yeah. he was into those competitions, man. These guys lived in the gyms. I mean, if they weren't right. in the bars, yeah, you, they were in the gyms, yeah. you know. And I think Steamboat was never really much of a partier anyway. No. I, don't, I don't think. I think he no. was pretty clean. Yeah. You know, he, he ate clean. I, I remember reading some interviews and stuff, you know, about his diet and his workout routine. and He was pretty on point, man, as right. far as living a good lifestyle. Probably not like Tully. You know, Tully's probably out doing a little bit more oh, yeah, partying, sure. obviously, you know, maybe partaking in some things here and there. But, you know, Steamboat, but man. his cardio. Was through the roof. Yeah. Was through the roof, man. Yeah. Uh, all those guys, you know, even like your, maybe your, your non-traditionally athletic types had great cardio. D- right. Dusty, man. You know, Dusty, like Dusty Dick Murdoch. You know, yep. he's another man. He could go all day. Yeah. You know, you couldn't get Dick Murdoch for nothing. Arn is a good example, yeah. man. Um, you know, even like Kamala, man, I remember him going long, you know, matches <laughs> and not really ever blowing up, you know. Uh, but these guys, kind of to flip the script, both these guys are in t- tremendous shape. Steamboat is in phenomenal shape at this time. He was always in phenomenal shape. But he is in super shape in this era. Yeah. And totally is, too. You know, both these guys, man, are just in tip-top condition. See, there you go with Leapfrog. Yeah, we have Leapfrog. Le- yes. Oh. Uh. A, a, a great scoop slam right there. Or excuse me, a power slam, yeah. I should say. Um, you know, Ricky is just on point, man. These guys are, have not slowed down yet. No. Uh, I mean, they were putting on a clinic, an old-school wrestling clinic, is what me and Mikey are witnessing right now. Well, we hope you pubs are going to witness as well. You know, go to the network or wherever you have your StarKid 84, whether it's VHS or other means, All right. network, <laughs> you know, whatever. Put this thing on, guys. Watch I know. This thing. I know. You know, the first time I saw it, you know, in back in uh, what late nineties, right. you know, that was a big time for for you know VHS tape trading. Oh yes, you man, yes, because the, the internet you, started coming in. Yes, yeah, yes, and that was the only way you can get them. Right, was through tape trading. 
VHS. VHS. Yeah. And brother, we're talking copies of copies of copies here too. Right. Ninety percent of these tapes uh -huh. look like shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and put yeah. it out there, man. They look terrible. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. But it was what we had, and it we loved what it. We had. Oh man, we get to yeah. tracking on that of course, son of a bitch. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know, we we were used to that anyway. Anyway. With, with some of our spotty TV. Right. Seeing, right. Some of our spotty TV shows, trying to get those in. And, you know, a lot of the wrestling tapes, sometimes by the time we got a hold of them, bro. Like, yeah. They, I mean, they, you can almost see through the tape. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been overdubbed so right. many times. Yeah. And, but, man, we enjoyed it. And, man, we were happy to have them. Yeah. I know, man, between you and Chris Stowe, yeah. I always could get tapes, or I could always watch tapes with somebody, you know. Yeah. And, uh, man, because you guys had huge collections yeah. of these things. And uh, I think it was still, well, I mean, you look over there, and you can see that some of the remainder yeah. of... Like and the and the shelf, you know, some of the remainder over there. Some, in fact, I think if if I'm not mistaken, you see Starcat '84 and that brown label. Uh, I see VHS it. Yeah, yeah, over there. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Mikey actually has his VHS <laughs> collection. I never even noticed it, man. Until you point, I'm like, oh Jesus, it looks like Blockbuster from you know 1990 <laughs> up in this motherfucker. But yeah, well, I'm actually looking at the video of of Starcat '84 as we're watching. Tully Blanchard and Ricky Steamboat. Oh, no, not know. Blockbuster. Maybe more like Bootleg Buster. <laughs> Village Video. Yeah. Shout out to Village Video. Yeah. 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 Link to people will know that one. Definitely, you know, you know, straight copy from. Yes. Oh, Steamboat just hit Tully with a, a slingshot. slingshot suplex. I've never seen another person. Me neither. First time, man, that I recall. I've seen this video before, but I don't remember it, man. I, I, that's the first time I ever recall anybody else doing that move at all. At all. And you notice how quick Tully uh, kicked out of that yeah, bad boy, yeah, too. Yeah. Makes you wonder, man, if that was planned. Right. Because isn't it kind of a thing, Mike, and, and and you would know this better than I would, but isn't it sort of a diss if a wrestler uses another wrestler's finisher on them? Is that considered a diss, or is it dependent on... I, I guess it would depend on the situation, obviously. Well, see, that's the thing. You know, I always think about you know every flare match that you know every baby face used the figure four on that, that's true you know? that is true you're right yeah you are so, right yeah. i guess it would just depend on the situation yeah. uh but i can't help but wonder because i've never seen anybody do that to no no that's what i'm I wondering think it's one of those things tolly was now i think tolly's got something in his hand right here. yes he does and he's also busted open late oh, oh missed he, he did a wild swing he missed uh, we got like, a belly to oh. back oh and tolly hit him in the forehead with the quarters got him got him straight up people got him got him what a bastard yeah. what a bastard tolly blanchard yeah. <laughs> i'm still giving you heat yeah. after all this got him, time got him with that foreign object or whatever it is wherever it was from foreign some it, it was from China or Indonesia. Yeah. It was not from America. Yep. Uh, because American objects are okay. All right. Uh, I'm so oh. oh, wow. Totally Blanchard just hit Ricky Steamboat with a flying body block. And Ricky kicked out, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. A running flying. A, run, a running one, man. This was not off the top rope or any no, of the ropes. This no. was straight up flying cross body block. And it was a good one. Uh, so we, we still see Ricky. Oh, man. Ricky Steamboat's dazed. He's out of it. He's throwing punches in the air. Tully is taking control, Mike. Tully has got oh, yeah, him for sure. down. It no, looks like he's, he's setting up. He's going for it. The slingshot suplex. No. Oh, no, he's setting him up for a superplex, perhaps. Looks like. It looks like Tully's got Ricky in the ropes here in the corner. Uh, he has got him on the second rope. Tully is setting him up for a superplex, people. If he is, this could be it. This could be offered a dragon. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. Locked. And Ricky Steamboat is on the top rope. 
Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Here we go. And here we got a flying body splash off the top rope on the Total Blanchard. One, two, and only a two count. He he always had, like, a really good good, uh, flying body splash. Yes, man. Ricky was one of those people that would actually momentarily freeze in the air. Sunset oh. flip. Oh. Got, oh. We got, oh. <laughs> oh. That and he got the foreign object. Oh, One, my God. two, three. Ricky Steamboat is pinned by Tully Blanchard. And $10,000 poor. Poor, yes. And still, the NWA television heavyweight champion, Tully Blanchard. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we have witnessed a miscarriage of justice here as well. We have but just what witnessed. a great match. What a great match, man. What I'm a great match. Too. These guys, once again, people, go back and watch this match. Go back and watch Ricky Steamboat versus. As of right now, and, definitely. And I consider it the greatest television champion of all time. Yeah, totally. Totally. Totally, yeah. I always would go between him and Arn. Yeah. Uh, I never could put one over the other. I, I would say Tolly. You, you put Tolly. I, I, I would almost itch Arn out. But Let's see, I always, nah. I always consider Arn more that, that tag team. Yeah, and another thing I'll say about Arn is he didn't need the belt as much no. either. You know, Tolly looked better with the belt. He worked oh, yeah. better with the belt. Yeah, for sure. But. I kind of do inch. Now, I'll tell you who, I, when I think of the national champion, I think of Tully. Yeah. I always thought of him, man. When I thought of that title, I was like, yeah, that was Tully's belt. Right. Arn, I always would inch out just slightly over Tully as far as being my television champion. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we saw another sunset flip. Ah! ah! <laughs> that's for the true believers. That, that's... <laughs> That's definitely on the inside of the yes, inside. Yes, man. I'm hoping at least one or two people screamed out there, but that's yeah. all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. No, what, what, it was, what a great match that was. That was. As of right now, best match of the night. For sure. For sure. 100%, yeah. man. Yeah. And, you know, Mike, let's reiterate just briefly what we discussed, man. Because this match, not only did we have two tremendous talents, but we had, as we both agreed, possibly in the top three of their respective sides. In other words, Tully is definitely in the top three heels, whereas Ricky is definitely in the top three baby faces. We had two masters of their craft playing their roles exactly the way they're supposed to be played. Right. And man, we and what did we get out of it? We got a classic. Right. We got a classic. That thirty years later, thirty plus years later we can come back and be like, Wow man, that's hard to top. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And uh, so yeah, man. So once again, Star K eighty four has been a tremendous show. We're not done yet, man. We still have, oh, I believe, two more matches. If I'm not mistaken, two more right? matches. Actually, yes. we've got coming up. Superstar Billy Graham. Oh, now is this Kung Fu Billy Graham? This is Kung Fu Master uh, Billy Graham from Calcutta. From Calcutta. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, <sighs> Kung Fu Master from Singapore. You know. I love Superstar Billy Graham. Me too, man. I love was, Superstar. This was, this was, oh, you know, of course, you know, at that time, you know, Billy Graham was down in Florida. Right, right. Uh, working, you know, and, you know, Dusty brought him up yep. to work against uh, Wahoo, which, I, you know, I never, hey. Once you know, again. Once again, you know, it happens. It is what it is. It happened. <laughs> Billy Graham. It's on video, so we can't deny it. There you go. <laughs> but you know, look. I'll talk about another just jacked man, superstar. We're watching superstar or, or ninja star do his flexing right now. Stop it. This guy. <laughs> it was my. It's one of my least favorite angles, man, because I love super. I love the tie dye. I always thought Billy Graham could have gave Flair a run at this time yeah. if he was in his gear. Right. If he was superstar Billy Graham yeah. and not 
yeah. nunchuck Billy Graham, you know. Oh, Jesus. But Jesus, man, I mean, it's just such a drop ball, it in is. my opinion, man. Yeah. Because uh, to this day, one of my favorite promos ever was by superstar Billy Graham, which makes sense given how many promos this guy gave and how great they were. But it was something along the lines of, it was during the arm wrestling thing. It was when Superstar was doing the arm wrestling. Right. And he said something to the point of he was the greatest arm wrestler on Earth. And if there was arm wrestlers on Mars, he'd be the greatest arm wrestler <laughs> in the universe. Dude, that's fucking great, man. He was like, he was like if there's arm oh, wrestlers he, on Mars, I'd be talk, the best. He could talk the rap, man. With the best. Could, yeah. Oh, Dude, absolutely. I would even put him in the top three of that. Hey, man, when you're the guy who inspires Hulk Hogan. That's and Dusty. And Dusty. And Dusty. And Jesse Ventura and countless, countless others. Uh, Yes, man. I mean, dude, you know, we're talking top threes here and there about these different things. Top three promo cutters of all time has to be the superstar, brother. He he walked it way before anybody else walked that walk and talked that talk. That's right. And now he's going against Wahoo McDaniels, one of my all-time personal favorites. Wahoo was, I I still think so much of Wahoo. Yes. Dude, he's iconic. Yeah. He's iconic, man. Now he he's not mainstream iconic, but to no. the people who are in the know, yeah, and, and, and from this area, oh man, you can still say the name Wahoo, and, and everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows it. And yeah. not only do they know it, man, but it's given with this such reference and such just exalted. Yeah. You, you and at know, this time, Wahoo's a heel. He was the bad guy. Yeah. He was the bad guy, and he was still loved, man. You could tell because he was once again, brother. It was it was a hard pill to swallow with Wahoo. Well, turning yeah. Heel. Yeah. Which is why it didn't last long. Right. You know, they, yeah. they, they saw that. Dusty was smart enough. To, oh, we tried it. Yeah. Ain't working. Uh, because Wahoo was tough, man. Wahoo oh, was, my God. And Wahoo was kind of mean in yeah. real life. So I can understand why you would try it. But at the end of the day, man, people just loved Wahoo. Yeah. Yeah. For, for obvious reasons. Absolutely. Man. He was so great. Um, uh, just such a huge fan. Yeah. One of my favorite feuds of all time, Mike Payne, was him and Jimmy Garvin. Honestly, the shit that they right. taught each yeah. other. Um, yeah. Because, man, you know... And I know oh, my God, yeah. It was definitely... Yeah, it was, oh, my God. It was so hot. It was hot, and... And I know we honestly, got... Honestly, a lot of the stuff Jimmy said about why well, it was... It was rough. It was rough. It was, it was a little racist, PC. man. No, it was not a little racist. Not PC at all. Uh, but what I loved about it... Now, and I know we got to stick on point, man. And I know we got a match with him and Superstars. We're watching it. But I just want to just talk briefly about why I loved him and Jimmy so much. Because they were so opposite. Right. They were so... Wahoo McDaniel was to the point. He was straight up. He was serious. And Jimmy wasn't. No. Jimmy was the complete opposite yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Jimmy was a pretty boy. Yeah. Wahoo wasn't. That's right. You know, Wahoo was tough. Jimmy wasn't. Yep. <laughs> but it, but Jimmy talked so much smack. Oh, yeah. And like you said, man, we won't go into everything that Jimmy would say here and there because it's not politically correct and it's not cool. Um, and we talked about, you know, racist and, and, and non-PC stuff. We've talked about that almost every week, unfortunately, yeah. given the, the era that we do review. Yeah. But, man, I will say this much about it. At least when Jimmy did it, there, there was a little bit of humor to right. it. it. It didn't seem as mean. Right. It, yeah, it wasn't mean-spirited. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you. And Wahoo got back oh yeah you, you know that that was the thing back. he got it back man yep. if he was offended by what jimmy said don't worry well who's gonna take care of it? yeah and boy howdy did he take That's care right. of it you know speaking of taking care of it man let's talk about these two giants yes of the industry right now man wahoo mcdaniel and billy graham oh yeah for sure i mean uh it, it's such a strange uh thing to see yes it really is and it, it's one of those matches that 
like I said before, it is it's one of those kind of things that kind of came out of nowhere. Right, right. It was just like all of a sudden, now these guys have some tension, and we're going to put them in this match. Right. You know, not. And for, now he's got the. Is it the U.S. title? Oh yeah, it's for the U.S. title, right. which Wahoo has. Right. Now Billy Graham has him in the full Nelson. Yes, yes. And this is. Billy Graham's finisher. This this is his move now. Yes. But now, if you notice, he doesn't have his fingers locked. Nope. And that's the whole psychology behind this match. Right. Until you well, lock gets, those yeah. fingers, you do not have it locked in. Right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Wahoo is fighting it, yeah. and he breaks it. Wahoo yeah. takes the spirit of all of his ancestors, and he, and he brings them in. All right, Jimmy Garner. Calm <laughs> easy, down. Easy. Listen. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2018. All right. Um, Let's well, see. But, it's a weird match. <laughs> Here, here's the weird thing about this match because here we go again it, it's almost like uh, Billy Graham is is playing that heel part in, in which right. he came from Florida you know that was that was kind of in, his in between from a heel and baby because he was just coming out of that uh, thing with Kevin Sullivan's uh, army or whatever right. called, Kevin Sullivan's cult right Cult. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I believe it was yeah. cult, yeah. But, you know, it's almost like, you know, the roles are reversed here that, you know, Wahoo's kind of go, baby. You know, this kind of in the baby role right, right now, and the superstar's in that heel role. Right, right. It's like you said, man, they flip. Which is weird. It was just it's such a weird match. And, and what's so weird, and, and something to add to that, Mike, it would make sense. Because both of those guys should have been flipped. Right. I feel in this match. You know, in other words, I feel like the role should be flipped. Uh, and see, here we go with the. Well, who hits him with the with big chop coming off the ropes? And the realest move of all time. Two, three. And that's it. That's it. That's it, man. 100. It's a chop. And the heel, the heel just beat the baby, a, a former champion with a chop. And that's it. Finish. And that's the end of the match. Wow, kind of kind of anticlimactic, Mike. I want to say this match probably lasted about what five minutes. Five minutes tops, yeah. tops, man. Kind of anticlimactic. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Mike. As as we're watching it, not too much drama to this. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah, that that's one of the like definitely not match of the night. Now now superstars over here and he's complaining about the tights being pulled. Which would have made sense since Wahoo was a, a heel, but he didn't do that. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> no, he, he seeing, didn't. seeing him pull the tights no. out, we, we're going to watch Let's watch a replay. replay. Let's watch it in slow Solid. motion. Boom. I chop. mean, he hit him for real. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. When he would hit you with that yeah. chop, he hit you for Let's real. See. No, he Let's just see, hooks the leg. The He's got both his hands on, on the shoulders. Yeah. Hooks the leg. One, two, three. Matches over. Let's see, that's, that, that's another thing. Billy Graham kind of seems like he's coming off as that. That you know, hey, you pull my it's, tights, heel kind of he, trick to right. the referee, which he was a baby. It's, it's, God, it's oh my yeah. God, it's such a strange match. And you know, Mike, I can almost go as far as say the whole card has been. Well, I was going to wait to the end of the show or the end of the match to say this, but right. I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. Without a doubt, Starcade '84 is my least favorite Starcade really? of the Golden Era. Really? Of the Golden Era. Okay, I, I would say up until '88ish, and I even liked '88, man. I never cared for the main event. But uh, I would say that, man, 80, 85, and 83, and 86 are my top three, probably in that order. Okay. Give or take. Give or take. I, I consider 83 to be maybe the best of the really? Golden Era. Maybe. Just, man, if for no other reason than that dog collar match. You, you know, and I know we'll get to that eventually. Oh, yeah, you know, we'll that, that's going to be a thing. You yeah, know, for we'll sure. definitely get to that. Absolutely. Sure. But uh, so far, man, not in my opinion... 
not the best arcade, even though the highlights have been phenomenal. Right. You know, the Tully match, once again, Tully and Steamboat match was great. The Larson match with Ollie against the, the Russians were great. But, you know, and of, obviously, you know, the Boogie Woogie Man of Paul Jones was <laughs> obviously, obvious. The Dick Slater match obviously is great. You know, but the other ones, man, not. You, you know, even some of the opener matches, you know, which were good, like the Denny Brown match, you know, good, solid matches, yeah, but not a lot of, not a lot of, um, not a lot of drama in it, right. man. not a lot of psychology right. with it, you know. And I don't even want to talk about the finish of our main event. We will talk about it, obviously. Oh, yeah. Another oh, yeah. reason, another reason, man, yeah. that 84 doesn't really stand out. <laughs> now, let's see. Tony Schiavone's going to be interviewing. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's wow. A, that's a lineup right there. Mike, who are these people? Let's see. That would be uh, Duke Kamuka. Yeah, right. You know, who, who was big you know, wrestling-wise. Joe Lewis, who Joe is Lewis, the yes, sir. boxing legend yes. and is going to be the referee Special. for this world title match. Yes, and is that is that Kyle Petty? It looks like Kyle Petty. I and believe that is a, a young, a very young, very young Kyle Petty. We, we still got a baby mullet. Well, see, that was the <laughs> thing, too, is they had you know these three, especially Joe Lewis, refereeing these three men, Kyle Petty, yeah. for... Whatever reason. Whatever, well, you know, what? NASCAR. Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte man, Charlotte. the Carolinas, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, NASCAR and wrestling have always yeah. had a similar yeah. market. You know, they've right. always shared that. You know. But these are the three judges. Yes. For uh, this the point system. T- <laughs> the point system, brother. All right. <laughs> it go, was a thing. Let's go ahead and get this out. L- of let's go ahead and get the elephant right. out of the room, brother. Yeah, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Okay, see... <laughs> Here we go. Here we go into this thing for the world wrestling wrestling heavyweight title, million dollars. Million dollars. That's right. That's right. You got three judges. When a when when any other time have you had judges in a wrestling match? You know, the only other one I remember, Mike, to be completely honest with you, was the Ric Flair. Ricky Steamboat match when Terry Funk came back. Yes. But that was for and, an angle. And that Terry was, Funk was one of those one judges. One of the judges who, have, have, of course, man, that turned into an angle. Right. It, it was needed. But you know, Mike. Where else do you have these judges at? Never. Boxing. But you, bo- oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Boxing, MMA, things like that. Right, right. Well, back in this day, it was just boxing. Just MMA boxing. was still not, not right. around yet. You know, maybe kickboxing, but yeah. whatever, whatever. Boxing is what we're getting yes. to. <laughs> Why? Well, now, Mike, now, in all fairness, man, there's always been a, a score point system in professional wrestling. There's always, it always had been alluded to. Always. I always would remember hearing, you know, well, in, in points, this guy would have won. I remember Gorilla Monsoon saying that a few I know, times. I, I, you know, well, you know, I can understand that in amateur wrestling. But I'm talking pro, man. I mean, even... I've, Why I, the hell would you ever need that? Never. I'll, I'll tell you, the only time I can remember a point system even being remotely entertaining was the Dudley Boys and Joe Gertner and ECW. Do you remember when Joe Gertner would always give the the points <laughs> or get the score after the Dudleys would lose on a score? Right. You know, now, that was yeah. hilarious, but obviously yeah. it was a, it was a goof. Yeah. It was a goof, yeah. you know. But now... In all fairness, yeah, man, we all know it's hokey. We all know it's not real. How did? How would you score points in a wrestling match? That's that's what I'm saying. It's like, what? How in the <laughs> hell? But now, now once again, Mike, to play devil's advocate, I think it, it's just throwing up some, uh, some oh, unnecessary bullshit. bullshit. It's bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah no, it's absolutely what yeah. it was. 
Um, you know, with the Terry Funk Ric Flair thing, it, it was really cool for the storyline going into that angle, you know, that would go on to become some great matches and everything. But all in all, man, the point system, come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> now, let's let's talk about this grand entrance here. Yes, yes, sir. We got yes, the sir. challenger, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. If you will. Yeah, you will not hear this on the network. No, no. But he's coming out. He's coming out to Purple Rain. Purple Rain. And as that... As, and it, it works. Epic. It was epic. It works for whatever reason. It's it epic. works. The man's coming to the ring. There's a purple light on him. He's wearing a purple robe. Obviously, the network can't use the music. Yeah, you know, exactly. obviously, it's such a it's such a travesty. So it, doesn't, it doesn't put it over at all. Nowhere near it, man. But trust me, ladies and gentlemen. And it Prince was, was so big. Oh, at dude. This. Oh, huge. Prince ruled the world in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Prince was king yeah. in 1984, yeah. man. And in my opinion, Prince ruled the world up to the day he unfortunately passed away. Right. I'm, anybody knows me knows I'm a huge Prince fan. Yeah. Always have been. And, and Purple Rain is one of the greatest songs of all time, in my opinion. Kind of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, in my opinion, Dusty Rhodes coming out to him wearing a purple robe yes. with the purple lights all Who around Who else could him. do this no ever? No one. No. No one. No one. No, no, no one <laughs> no other time could pull it off. Dude, because you got to remember, man, we have Prince who is a pop artist. Yes. And we have Dusty Rhodes, who is king of the country people. Okay, yeah, we're in the deep south. Deep south sir. here, man. And let's be honest with you, you know, something else we bring up a lot, man, Prince definitely had a sort of an androgynous type vibe to him, yeah. man. Um, he, he was a little fruity. Let's just, I mean, it is what right, it is, right, man. Yeah. It was part Any, of his Anybody, in, you know, in this era, in, in this area, not just the era, but in this area, would have... Uh, you know, it was the same with metal bands. Yes, you know, oh, you know, yes. Like Poison. Oh, God, bon Jovi, yeah, man, yes. Know, yeah. And you add the racial element on top of it, oh, man. Yeah. It just—it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But who gets this thing over? My God. Dusty Rhodes, man. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty. Yeah. And of I all think, people. And that's the but thing. he's the only one that you could. Know, and you, you look at, you know, using Kyle Petty. You know, yeah. Talk, you know, what the hell is Kyle, Kyle Petty do? Kyle Petty was huge at that Dude. time. Not as huge as his dad, dad but right, he right. was coming up. He was huge, man. And he was tapping into that younger audience, uh, especially with that, that Prince. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and, you know, that's the thing about Kyle Petty, man, because he represented that new school of NASCAR yes. that was coming out, man, you know, with Dale, right. with Bill Elliott, you know, Harry Gant. I mean, all those younger... I, you're, I, you're more up on yeah. that. That's, that's, your, that's well, your area of expertise. Well, my folks are huge fans. Right. I've always been... I remember growing up seeing, like, you know, I knew the Richard Petty, I sure. knew the Kyle Petty, I knew Earnhardt. Elliot was a big Gant. Yeah. Gant was yeah. a big one. Allison, you know, was a big right. one. Uh, but I wasn't a huge NASCAR fan. I've always kind of followed it, kind of, kind of did, kind of right. did it, you know, over the years. But the parents were huge. So that's how I knew about all these new schoolers coming in. And, and once again, man, you know, the, the NASCAR crowd and the professional wrestling crowd in the, in this area, right? damn near one the same. Yeah. Damn near. And Dusty, once again, had his fingers on that pulse, man. And that's... You know, that's why he would bring him in. Just like when he bring in Waylon Jennings for the bashes or, or um, who David Allen Coe, you know, because yeah. Outlaw Country was so huge. Right. You know, at that yeah. time. Once again, man, in this area, yeah, he had his finger on that pulse. Man. Yeah. But, for Mike, sure. what are we looking at in the ring right now? Bro? I mean, you know, Flair. How much greatness is that? Oh, my God. You know, and you talk about the, the era and area, you know, talking about Prince. You've got Flair coming out in, in this almost like this. Oh my! It, it looks like, like a peacock. It looks like <laughs> he he reached right into Liberace's yes! closet and pulled out yes you know, this robe. It is you can it see is, it from space. Is you know just silver 
sequin, pink, hot pink, hot yeah. Gorgeous, robe, man. Gorgeous robe. Gorgeous robe. I my, think he said he spent like 20 grand on those robes or something gosh, ridiculous like know? that. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't you know? doubt it either, man. And, no. You know, he comes out, and, you know, that's, I, I think that's the thing that, that's kind of, you know, you got Flair coming out in this, this robe, and you'll never hear a word from those fans about, you know, at, questioning, you know, uh, Flair's masculinity. No, 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 never, man, no. And let's be honest, man, Flair had long blonde hair. You know what I'm saying? He strutted around. He wore hot pink. Yeah. Nobody wants ever would put that kind of label on him or or get that kind of heat that was so easily gotten. I think it was just, you know, respect for Flair. It was. And and to this day, man, and one thing I love about, you know, obviously in kayfabe, man, me being the market I am, and, you know, especially with me and you, Mike, I'd always dog out Flair every chance I got out Flair sucks, you know. Sure. But that's that that market. Yeah. You know, dude, the thing I love about Ric Flair, just, I'm saying that just where I can transition what I'm about to say. The man is still relevant, and he never changed nothing. Flair is a heel. Flair is a face. Flair was Flair. Right. And it was the Flair that we're watching right now in 1984, and Flair can do it right now. Yeah. And not he never compromised, man. Flair was always Flair. Right. And God bless me, he's iconic now. And I love that, man. I, I don't like new rap music, but I love when these new rappers have Flair in their videos. There was some guy who just won an award, man, and he had a Ric Flair chain. Oh, yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. I don't like the music per se, man. My, my music taste probably stopped in 2000. You know? yeah. I haven't gotten into anything after 2000 Yeah. for the most part. But, man, when I see these young hip-hop and, and rappers coming up, showing all this, you know, love to Ric Flair, I love it. Oh, man. yeah. I love it. And I just love the fact that Ric Flair's Ric Flair. Yes. He always was Ric Flair and he always yep. will be. Never changed, man. Nope. Never. Sure Never. didn't. Hill, face, you got you got him, man. That's what I love. But right now, man, we're seeing Joe Frazier as the special guest referee. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, we're going to get into that one, brother. All right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we got Dusty and Flair going. And, you know, going into this, they're both baby faces. Babies. Yeah, they're baby faces, yes. man. Oh. Flair, you know, they're obviously, you know, Flair's Flair, Flair will be working a heel style sure. on this one. Because you just couldn't do that with Dusty at this time, man. No. There's no, no. one Dusty no. could go in and not be the favorite. Right. There's no one. No no one. Not at this particular time. No. Uh, and, and Flair would maintain being a, a baby uh, even after this. That's right. Into 85. Um. He would have those huge matches with Nikita. Oh yes, man! The Bash '85s. And those. So he'd go into a big war in '85 against Nikita. So you know, after this, after all this is said and done with Dusty and Flair, you know, they they went their separate ways until Stark at '85. Stark at '85 again. Once again, they'd be going at each other. But you know, we'll get to that one yes. when we cover '85, right? Which is another big year for Crockett. Oh man, that's another one. This I'm is when to. it when it starts really taking that Amping, mold, yeah. up, man. Yeah, into yeah. what it would be. Because I, I think we've agreed, man. You know that '84 was definitely that year of transition. You know, really to me, man, Stark '83 was the first. Like, okay, here's what here's what's happening. Yeah. 84, here's what's going. This is how we're changing from this to this. 85's like now we're this. Yeah. And we're going to ramp that shit up, you know. Now, I just saw something, you know, that, that Dusty was very famous for. Can you tell me about the flip-flop fly? <laughs> I would rather not. Uh, uh, what, what, <laughs> what exactly is a flip-flop fly? 
I, I would I would hear it better from you, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know when when Dusty gets in that that rapid punches and yeah. then he he does the the little roll uh, or little, little, little wind up, it's a little, little like wind up with yeah. with his hands. <laughs> what is that? Well, the flip flop fly would be a good. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's, definitely. That's well, I always called it the flip, the flip flop, flop fly. fly um, I always called it badass, man. Is what I called it. What you know? is the purpose of that? <laughs> Well, the wind-up, man, it builds up all this momentum. You know, when he does his hands like that and he rolls them up, and then when he comes back and hits you with that elbow, he's taking all that centrifugal force. And it's, put, it's lucky, man, he don't kill a man. Honestly, only professional wrestlers like Ric Flair, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, totally. Only those people in that tip-top condition could take that kind of move, man. The flip-flop fly is not to be fucked with, brother. That's what I'm trying to so say. So that's the scientific. Sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And I have a PhD in Funkology, okay. so All I don't right. know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> so, so in, in in essence, the Three Stooges were Whoa, physical, <laughs> physics geniuses. In, in certain ways, man, but I would like to think what Larry, Curly, and Moe did, Dusty did even better. <laughs> It's it's, hey, it's hey, akin to the same. Hey, I'll say this much, man. The finish of this match could absolutely have been on an episode of the Three Stooges. I will oh, say oh, that. Oh, 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 I'll say that I'll all day. With you with that. <laughs> I'll say that. And I love sure. Dusty, man. But this one, I was like, what the shit, man? I mean, but but we'll get Let's to see, it. We'll here get we go. We talked about there. we talked about this here yes, earlier. Sir. Dusty going for that figure, figure four. four. And I always thought the way Dusty applied the figure four was so much better than Rick's. It was so much more efficient. If you notice, when Rick Flair would do it, he would spin his whole body around, which would pretty much expose his whole backside to be kicked off. The way Dusty did it, he never stopped looking at his opponent in the eye like a man. Well, see, like a man. Okay, that's, I, dis- that's- <laughs> I disagree with that. What? I disagree with that, absolutely, <laughs> because it, it takes that whole old... Uh, well, you know, you take the spinning toe hold. Okay. Okay. Right. right. Legitimate move. It's a legitimate hold. I, I'll give you I that. I think it, yes, sir. it takes that and uses that to torque the leg into that figure four it looks, already. Because uh, you're using... Nah. There's no wasted... You know what I think it I, is? I think, I think you expose yourself way more if you're stepping into uh, it because you're not putting nah. any pressure on anything. Nah. Totally disagree, man. I think what it really is is Ric Flair, man. At this point, man, he was drinking a lot. So I think Ric Flair actually went for the spinning toe hold on several occasions. Oh, shit, man. My finisher's a finish four or the figure four. So he had to just keep on going with it, man. In other words, he was trying to hide his fuck up. Is no. what I think. See, Flair the way did it did this it. way for decades. Well, he was a fuck up for decades, man. He oh, was my all, he God. Was, <laughs> He fucked up for years, man. No, what it was is damn Dusty was too lazy to what? take, take <laughs> no. to, uh, no. it all the way around, so he no. just stepped. No, he just no. stepped it, and it's like, man, come on. You got to work smart. No. Work smart, not work hard. Smart. Well, work man, smart, not hard. Not that's that's what it boils down to, man. And that's why that's Dusty just another way of saying <laughs> no. lazy as shit. No, 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 no. No, there's nothing little I, about I, Dusty. I, I, there's I nothing little about Dusty. Yeah. And I, I don't no, want no. I don't want to walk around no. this man's leg because he doesn't I'm need just to. gonna have to step through Be, because he doesn't want to take his eyes off his opponent to the get only thing off effective him. about Dusty Rhodes <laughs> figure four was he had much heavier legs than anybody else well it, which was again to his advantage man that's why he would eat as much as he did man it was to put that extra weight behind the figure four you know Mike man I really wish you would get yourself educated more on the ways <laughs> of the figure four <laughs> Figure, figure four when, 101. When did Dusty Rhodes ever win anything off of figure four? I think he beat George South one time. Oh, get the hell out of here. 
He always won with the damn elbow. Well, yeah, man, because it's a much more devastating hold, man, than the figure four leg lock, you know. Hey, man, he beat a lot more people than Ric Flair ever beat with the figure four. Right, right. No. No, probably not. No. <laughs> probably pro- not. Probably, probably not. not. Well, we're just going to agree to disagree on this one, Mike. We all know that Dusty did the better figure for Well, him. I know. That's all I'm saying. I know. Man. Dude, do you the know how The question many? to everybody hey. is, uh, you know, that is, that's a good question for everybody. You know, who had the figure Who had, had the best figure for Who had the best figure for and why didn't Ric Flair? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Ric Flair, you're wrong. <laughs> See, this is the shit I like, man. This is the shit I like right here. You know this is coming down. We went into this. It's just like Flair and Rhodes going the into feud. this match. It's both the baby faces. Yes. Both, they've worked together before. But as soon as you get to the match, all the, shit's the out bell the rings. It's out the, shit, door. out the door. It's out the fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Mike? All, all, all jokes aside, all seriousness here, man. We are truly watching the two greatest, man. No, for sure. I mean, really, I mean, man. There, there's no doubt. The, I mean, the two greatest. I mean, you know, I love Hogan, man. You know, obviously, I consider him to be in the top three. Wrestlers, performers. Overall, man, just. And, you know, I'll even go creatively. Yes. You know, man, even Dusty. God, man, his creativity couldn't be topped. No. Rick's couldn't be topped, no. man. I mean, the way Rick works in that fucking ring, man, yeah. is a clinic every single time, yeah. man. And I mean, and, and I know every night, every night, brother. These guys were doing it every night, every night, man. And I mean, bro, it didn't matter if they were wrestling in front of fifty or fifty freaking thousand, man. They would put it all on the line, yeah. which is why yeah. they are the greatest. And you know, Mike, I know we're going to talk about feuds, and I cannot wait for that episode, man. We're going to have a great time talking about the greatest feuds. But man, let's go ahead and call it. I can't think of much better than this. One. I, I I can't. As far as a rivalry, you know, it, it's akin to that that that. Uh, you know, the old sports rivalries. Yes. You know, the Cowboys and the, and and the Redskins. Redskins. Hell yeah, man. That's a great example, Mike. That's a great example. Yeah. Uh, uh, look. Uh, oh, my. Now, Joe Fraser just went down for a three count, people, and I swear to God, I counted to 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't even go, he didn't even, he didn't even go down, man. He, he left one knee. Yeah, yes, yeah. man. He, and had that count. Look, I've seen Brock damn lube it. <laughs> Sonny Far- Fargo in his freaking janitor outfit, man, was damn getting faster three yeah, times. Yeah. Sonny Fargo's 120 years old in this match, people. Oh, my God. What, man? man? Okay, 110. Okay, I'm sorry. I exaggerated. Motherfucker, at least 70. Come on. Come on. At least 70. Come on. <laughs> I mean, hell, I'm surprised. Uh, Sonny Fargo work rings around. <laughs> and let, uh, all right, here we go. Dusty's about to throw Flair off Flair the top. Flair off the top rope, yes. Have you ever seen Flair come off the damn top rope? Dude, with a move? Oh no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe a couple times. I've never seen Flair leaves the top rope for anything. Well, now he did on the crossbody with with Harley Race. Race. Man, we see how that worked out. Yeah, (laughs) we see how that looked. You you know, there you go. There you you are. And you know, but man, you just talk about Rick just selling man and putting over what he does. I mean, man, I could watch Rick Flair Dusty Rhodes every day. Yeah, I could watch the I could watch the match we're watching here every day and see something new out of it, man. Dude, they really did make movies. Yeah. You, you know, it's like one of those movies. You could watch a movie a hundred times, and a hundred times you're going to see something a little different. You're going to catch something a little different. It's the same thing with their matches, yeah. brother. It's the nuances. Yeah. It's those little things, man. Right. The devil's in the details, as they yeah. say. It's the facial expressions, man. It's it's the way they sell certain things in certain times. It's perfect, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got to take it to the outside now. Yeah, we're outside, man. We're trading blows. we got oh, the chops. It's just we got back and forth, back and forth. Now, here... 
Here we oh, go. Dusty Dust. goes into the turner or into the the ring post. Yeah, straight into the ring post, and this is where this match is going to take a, a remarkable turn. Turn, or as I like to call it, a dive. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, me and Mike have talked about things going south in the past. Um, you know, Georgia's in the south. You know, what I'm saying uh, Mississippi's in the south. Motherfuckers, we about to go to Cuba. <laughs> I mean, we just going right out of Miami, Florida, yeah. the southernmost point. We're taking it to Cuba because, man, this, um, this is going hell. Now, Dusty, this is Dusty, <laughs> Dusty's, you know. Dusty got a good blade going on. Yeah, there. Dusty's busted open. Got some good color yeah. like he did every night let me, in the I, 80s. I, I tell you, by the end of this, I'm going to tell you. Uh, now, Joe, here, Joe Frazier here, being you a know, boxer. You see, you see, you know, he sees the blood and he's like, oh, well, you know. In boxing. In boxing. <laughs> We, we, we stop matches for excessive blood. Right. But let's Apparently, be, Joe Lewis has never seen a... Frazier. Frazier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe Frazier, excuse me, has never seen a wrestling, wrestling match. match. Especially from this era or... or from Dusty Rhodes. Or, or Dusty Flair. in general. Flair. Flair. Man, these guys... Dusty Rhodes has bled more on his way to the grocery store... Oh, that he oh. has in this match. Oh, here we go. All right, so we got Dusty coming back. Man, Dusty hit him with the elbow. That's it. Yeah. Ric Flair, Ric Flair gets up, kind of no sells a little bit, whatever. <laughs> but it's yeah. a it's a great match, man. Oh they my are, god, they're going hot at each other. Man. Yeah, it is hot and heavy, and guys. Flair's working on that eye. Yeah. That, that's busted open. Yeah. And Fraser Fraser's separating him. He's getting him out of the ring. Like it's a damn boxing. Like match. it's a boxing match, which it's not. What? <laughs> Y'all out of here now. And you know it would be different. And he's calling over, he's calling over one of the judges, which once again yeah, it's a wrestling yeah. match. Yep. And that's the thing, you know. Now Dusty's coming back, man. Dusty's got the advantage. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, Dusty's got that belt well, in his sights. Well, now here comes Frazier. He gets in between them. He's in between them once again. He's getting flare away from him. Looking at that cut, and and he and he's really pissing me off, Mike. Is what he's doing because I'm like, let, let, let's wrestle. Let's get this match going on. Well, and, and, and you see, Frazier is over here. He's looking at the cut above the eye. And, I, and, and there's a match, ladies and gentlemen. Mikey, what shit. happened? He threw it out because of the blood. Are you? And, and at that at that point, what? obviously, Dusty what? wasn't even bleeding Bleeding. as much as he was before. Dude, I've seen Dusty have harder. Oh God, dude, I've du seen Dusty yeah. can stump We've his all toe. Seen. Dude, it's not even that. Okay, no. This was so aggravating to me as a kid. I wanted to box Joe Frazier as an 11-year-old kid. I, well, I was nine years old. Excuse me. I was nine yeah. years old at this time. I wanted to box him yeah. because I'm like, that's bullshit. We're watching it now, ladies and gentlemen, and my, my heat and my, my hatred for this finish is, is just as fresh as this it was is, back in 1985 when I watched it on VHS. This was terrible, man. This was yeah. dusty. Once again, we even, we've said it over and over again. He was great, but he was not perfect. Yeah. This was not the best finish. I understand, though, Mike. I will say yeah, this yeah. much. I see the the psychology. Dusty wants to stay over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want anybody to truly get beat. No. But at the not same time, yeah. this was not the right way to do it because it was it was so anticlimactic. It was. And it was so, it was so confusing. confusing. And yes, it was confusing. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to sell it now with wrapping Dusty's head up. Yeah, trying to sell it, but but man, if you've ever watched one Dusty Rhodes main event, oh my god, or a Ric Flair yeah. main event, yeah. or an Abdullah the Butcher match, <laughs> come on, man, yeah. we, we've seen more. Once again, man, Dusty could stump his toe and bleed more yep. than he bled in this match. Yeah. 
Uh, all in I all, think, you know, with the race and flair match, you know, you know, you look at flair and that crimson. And yeah, yes, dude, it put it over. Gene Kaniski wasn't stopping that match. Hell you know? no, man, Gene Kaniski wasn't going to stop that match. You know why? Because he's in wrestling. Wrestling. He was a wrestler. Yes. He wasn't a yes. boxer, no, man. Like, I mean, no. Joe Frazier. Think God bless just, him, man. But he Jesus, he was, was just trying to get you know that celebrity feel. Yes, and just. And, and Dusty, Joe Fraser, honestly, you know, God love him. You know, oh, yeah. He, oh, he was he a master of what he did. what yeah. he did in his sport. In his field. In yeah. his profession. Sure. Just did not translate here. In, in wrestling. And no. once again, I see Dusty's, I see Dusty's uh, thought process. Well, I don't want to win. I want Flair to keep this belt. I don't want to be pinned. Right. And, you know, man, people, people get on Dusty egos. for that shit. It's the egos. But at the yep. same time. It makes sense for the long haul, oh, yeah, man. For sure. Not not to not yeah. to get pinned. Yeah, Mike. I'm gonna say it again. As far as golden era, classic era wrestling goes, my least favorite Starcade. Uh, all right, let's let's all right. Let's let's go ahead and, and review. Let's go back. Yeah, okay. And, and, let's review the while, thing. while they're 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 going through the replays and everything. Sure. Talking this thing, trying to sell it. Yeah, still still trying to sell. Thirty some years later, still trying to sell it, Mike. Payne. I might, might have been mad that night if I went. Oh, dude. At oh. the end of the game. Who's this clown? It, it, it's almost <laughs> enough, man. I want your damn money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, all in all, man, not a bad card. All right, let's go. All right. Let's go down the line. Denny Brown versus Mike Davis. Clinic. It was a clinic. It was a good match. It was a good, was match, a good match. Are we going to start these out? Uh, man, it don't matter, man. We can get, yeah, we can, we okay. can give it, we let's can say, give it a point. Let's say, let's say a standard five star. Five stars. Five and, stars. Unless no, man, Mikey, can I make one, one request? Okay. This is a personal issue with right. me, man. This is a flaw, a character flaw. Well, maybe uh-huh. not a character. It's a, it's a quirk I got. Right. If we're going to do a five point system, uh huh. Let's just do a five point system. In other words, no two and a half stars. Oh yeah, no yeah, three yeah. three quarters. No, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. see either say one, or, or we're gonna have a one through ten. One two, one, know, no, one, let's one, do five. One through five. Yeah. God, it works people, for me. Dude, when I hear people say, "Well, I give it two and three quarters stars," no, motherfucker, that's a three. That's a fucking three. That's I, like calling your Jesus. Your, that's like <laughs> it gets to me. That, that's like calling your kid uh, twenty-eight months old. No, oh no, no, <laughs> that little fucker's two. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, see, man, yeah. See, now we're on the same page. It's complicated. (laughs) That shit aggravates me. I have a three-year-old. Thank you. I have a three-year-old. Oh, you have a (laughs) 36-year-old. 36-month-year-old. No, no. (laughs) No. Once that motherfucker hits a year, that's it. Before that, I had a two-year-old. No way. No fucking way. You know, my whole thing, man, is once they hit 12 months, that's it. There ain't no 12 months, motherfucker. Yes, they can be 11 months. That's cool. 11 and a half, fuck it. Cool. Right. But once they hit 12, no, nah, man, it's a year old. Okay, man, I'm off my... But, but go. we got a straight, honest guy, five-point system yes, here. Yes, honest to goodness. Five <laughs> All right, Denny Brown, Mike Davis. I would give the... Okay, now let me ask. Okay, let's just do overall. I was going to say, man, I don't know if we want to talk about just... Pure wrestling, bell to bell. We want to talk about just psychology. Just, just match. It. I'll give it a three. Yeah, I give absolutely. it a solid three. three. Solid three. I man. would say three yeah. on that. Solid three. Brian Adidas and Mr. Ito. Two. I would say a one. You give it a one. I give it, you a, give one. it a one. It was, it was yeah. an unnecessary match. Yeah. It was just uh, let down. Not on me. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Barr, Mike Graham. I give that one about a two as well, man. I would say a three on you that. You give that one. one a I three, like that. Did I you? really like it. That it match. was a good match, man. Uh, I give it a two just mostly, man, because I didn't really know 
the competitors that well. But it was a good match. Right. It was a good match, but I got I'll keep mine at two. Yeah. Uh Assassin number one, Buzz Tyler versus Zambo Express. One. One. This is a lazy fucking match. That, that, that was just bullshit. <laughs> it was bullshit, man. Match. It was bullshit. Yeah. This is a terrible yeah. match. Bullshit, yeah. Uh, Manny Fernandez, Black Bart. I give that one, man. I'm going to give that one a solid... Oh, I'm going to give it a four. Really? I'm going to give it a four, man. I, I, I did enjoy the match. I wish it could have been for... Uh, I didn't like the brass knuckle title, and I, I wish Manny could have... Uh, I'm gonna drop it back down to a three. I'm gonna say a two I, on that. I'm one. gonna give it a three. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go with the two on it because he didn't care for the finish. I thought. Yeah, the finish was, was confusing. Whack. Yeah, confusing I, finish and, and just yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just an un- unnecessary title. Yeah, I, I'll drop mine back down to a three, but I, but it was still Black Bar and Manny. So I know it, it's a shame too. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a three on that. One. Uh, Paul Jones, Jimmy Valley, fucking five, man. <laughs> <laughs> Generosity. I, I, I give that motherfucker a twenty. What, what's the best city in the nation? Generosity. Generosity, man. Yeah. What's the best nation? Donation. donation. I'm donating that motherfucker a five. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, liked it, man. I, right, did, okay. I did. I did. I um, did. Mike Payne, we had another fucking technical <laughs> issue. God damn it, man. So we have a strict so, time limit, ladies and gentlemen. We can't do this shit past an hour and a half. It don't look like. Uh, <laughs> Apparently this silver box has a fucking time limit on. I thought I fixed that shit. But no. Uh, but we had gotten up to uh, the boogie woogie man. Yes. yes. So yeah. I gave it a five. Yeah. I gave it a four. Four. Because of the the ether spot at the end. Right. Um, I just thought that was really confusing. Right. Uh, going on, uh, Ron Bass versus Dick Slater match. Um, it definitely. I thought it was a three. Why did I give it a three? Yeah. I think I did give it yeah. a three, yeah. It's solid. It was a solid match. It was a solid match again, you know, one of the smallest, you know, finishes I didn't agree with, but you know, it was a solid match. Right. Uh Ivan and Nikita versus Ole and Keith Larson. Four. Four, definitely a four. God, that was a solid tag yeah, match. It was I, really good. And man. it was honestly it was the only match on the card that wasn't for any title any, any belts man. any yeah. belts and i thought it you know it would, would have been done well with if they had had the tag titles at yes. that time with the russians right with, with the russians yeah. and you know man just the way ollie was, was taking all the heat in that match, oh yeah man. for sure I, I believe i actually have a new respect for ollie anderson after watching that match yeah. i really do man he was that good um tolly blanchard versus rick steamboat five five, five. absolutely match of the night yeah My, match for of sure. the night yeah. hands down top to man. bottom you Absolutely, got, you, everything was perfect. Perfect, man. One yeah. of your best absolute baby yeah. face of all time against yeah. one of your absolute most hated heels of all time. Yes, perfect, man. Uh, perfect. Here we go. Wahoo versus uh, Superstar Billy Graham. Ah, man, why did we? I, did I give it a two? I give it a two. Two. Yeah, it was just man. The finish sucked. The only reason I don't give it a one is out of respect for those two guys because I love them that the, much. All that and that, and it wasn't Brian Diaz and Mr. Ito. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> But you know, but no, yeah, he beat a world heavyweight champion in five minutes. In five minutes, with a chop. Former world heavyweight champion with a chop. With, with yeah. a chop, yeah. man. Which, and I mean, you know, it's Wahoo it Chop. It is a Wahoo Chop, it's man. Chop, but, but at the same time, yeah. man, you know, and not only that. It was that, a confusing It was confusing, confusing and they were playing the wrong roles. Yeah. You know, the yeah. uh, Wahoo should have been the baby. Superstar should have worked heel. Yes. They were flipped, but they were working that style. Right. Just, once again, man, not, not yeah. a good match. Yeah. It just wasn't. Um. And here we go. The main event, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes. Two. Two. It's a two. Absolutely a two. Up until the finish, right. I, I would I would have given it a five. 
because of who they are. You were at Starcade in the main event for the world title, and it's a 12-minute match. Right. And five of that is Joe Frazier looking at Dusty's head with, with trying the to cut on out, his head. Trying to figure out if he's going to call the match or not. And you're calling a wrestling match for blood yeah. when Dusty Rose, like I said, man, I, I think I said it in the last time we recorded that Dusty could stump his toe and bleed more. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Dusty bleeds more shaving than he would in this match. Right. And it, it was just a whack finish to a absolutely terrible. stellar. Well, it was, a, it was a, yeah, it was a terrible finish to an absolutely stellar absolutely match. Absolutely terrible. And it just killed it, man. It took a five-star match and it took it down to a two. Right. Once again, the only reason I don't give it a one is because of the beginning of that match to the very end was phenomenal. Yeah. Like Dusty and, and Rick do. Yeah. So. Well, Mike, brother, we, we're running a little long today. Yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, well, so let we, us know what you think. You know, yeah. put, it, put it in the comments. See what, you know, tell us what you think of all the matches. And, Starcade 84 as a whole. As a whole. You know, know, just I'll, let us know. And I'll say again, Mike, <clears throat> as far as classic era, probably my least favorite. Right. Just to be completely honest with you. The, the, the Steamboat match was great, obviously, man. There were other high points. Obviously, you know, the Boogie Woogie Man and Paul Jones was great. But, man, all in all, just not the best Starcade, especially coming after Starcade 83. Right. Starcade 83 yeah. is one of my favorites, if not my favorite. So it had a lot. It had some big shoes to fill, but I don't feel like it came close to filling those shoes, right. man. But Mike, I will say this much, brother. I had a blast today. Yeah, man. absolutely. This was great. I really enjoyed going and watching these matches live and trying something a little different. And like you said, you know, people out there, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. Did you like this format? Did you not like the format? Do you have something you want to add to what we said? Do you want us to? Do you want to debate some stuff right. we said? Hey man, let us Anything. know. We're always open. We're open, man. Put it on our Facebook page. You know, yeah. just don't message us. That's my thing, man. Don't send us private messages. Right, right. Put it, put it out for the public. Yeah. You know, be like, hey, yeah. let's all discuss this. Let's all talk about yeah. this thing. Um, you know, let's keep it going. Yeah. You know, man, we only record once a week, man, but we're puds every day. That's right. You know, man, we live yeah, it, brother. Right. We 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 can't Absolutely. help it. Absolutely. We are who we are, but. Uh, well, Mike, you know, man, I just want to give a real quick shout-out to the Millennium Wrestling Federation. Yes. I try to give them props every week. I uh, actually took a bunch of our little flyers that I printed out up to them yesterday, so Jeff handed out some. and uh, Nice. I uh, don't know how well that went, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we got a few out there. Puds hey, in, hey you know? man, you know, the more puds, the merrier, man. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to thank Jeff and, and the whole crew at the Millennium Wrestling Federation for supporting us and uh, for putting us over like they have, man. And if you haven't been out lately, go check them back out, man. Actually, Mike, this is something you don't know. Uh, Jeff has taken a lot of renovations in that building, man. Right. I went there yesterday. They have, like, black uh, curtains and yes. black, um, you know, stuff up to kind of give that little bit more old-school vibe, you know. Right. And, and that's what Jeff's going for is that yeah. more old-school kind of um, traditional wrestling, yes. you know, place. And, man, it looked really good. Oh, and I'm really it. looking forward to seeing what all they can do. But uh, they got a show coming up in a couple weeks. It's not going to be this next Saturday, but the Saturday after next. Next yes. week we'll have the uh, we'll have the date and everything because I never come prepared. <laughs> well, I probably won't either. Hell, man, I ain't going to have that shit next week either. Exactly. Hell no. I, fucking I, know. Ain't gonna have it. I know. But my God, we're thinking of y'all. Yep, and we absolutely. appreciate it, man. We appreciate it, We'll guys. have them on the bulletin board in here. Absolutely. For, for the coming weeks. I know uh, Chris Soler, uh, one of the members of the Fellowship of the Ring, hit me up. He's wanting to come on. Him and Blake want to come on, and they want to bring some of their ridiculousness here to the podcast. Oh, and, uh, like we need any more, but hey, oh, man, yeah. you know, yeah. hey, we'll take more merrier, more yeah. merrier, man. That's and right. we are definitely getting you on there. Uh, this is a work starring uh, David Hayes and Chris Barnes. Have actually got a new episode coming up. It may actually be up now. 
I'm not sure. Right. I, I believe it should be up today on today is Sunday the 26th. It may already be up yeah. as we're recording this, but if it's not, it's coming up soon. They're <clears throat> actually reviewing SummerSlam. Right. So I'm really looking forward to that, man. I like to see because uh, I didn't watch SummerSlam. I did. So yeah, so you actually get yeah. to kind of you know compare with them where I'm just going to take it in, right? You, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, well, Mike, I guess we need to wrap this some bitch up, brother. We we late. You got to open good? up the store. We good. <laughs> so. Uh, well, Mike, is there anything you want to end us with, brother? That, that'll do it for 1984, Crockett Promotions. And, and something I do want to say, no spoilers, but next week, I'm looking really forward to next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. And this week is our 10th show, brother. We had a little milestone today, man. It's our first double digit, exactly. bro. Uh, we got 10 in. Who knew? Hell, man, we still going. There Jesus, go. man. Uh, but next week's going to be extra, extra special, man. Can't put no spoilers out there. Don't want right. to do anything. You know, we're going to surprise you guys. But next week is going to be another first, another milestone for us. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, Mike, brother, once again, thanks for opening up the Pud Cave here. Thanks for letting us do this Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a good one. Joe Frazier, you owe me money. <laughs> and not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this.